If you are in Sydney or Melbourne, listen up because we have some exciting news for you. Listen. Yeah, listen. Saturday, July. (laughs) Melbourne, we are doing Do Go On The Quiz Show live one night only or one afternoon only. Part of the Replay Festival at Comedy Republic on Saturday, July 6th at 3pm. This is 2024. And then the next weekend in Sydney, we are going up for a live Do Go On podcast at the fabulous Ritz Cinema on Saturday, July 13th at 3pm. Also 2024. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. Listen. 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 And get tickets. Buy tickets. Tickets Come on. at dogoonpod.com. Come. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Jess Perkins and as always I'm joined by Matt Stewart. Hey Jess, it's so good to be here. But it's not just you and I alone because our little man friend David Warnicky, Our little man friend. Is still away. And we miss him so. Yes, and we believe him to still be alive <laughs> in Europe. Um, we have not heard confirmation no. as such, but we believe in our hearts that he's not dead in a gutter somewhere. We, we've got a tracker on his phone and it hasn't moved in some time. <laughs> and it but is we, it near a gutter. We're assuming he's putting his feet up on the gutter having a well-deserved <laughs> break. But in Dave's stead, in his very small but important shoes, we have a first time Guests. Yes. And I'm so excited to welcome you here today, Kirsty Wiebeck. Oh, hello, mates. It's nice to be here. If it, if it makes things easier for you, um, you can call me Kirsty Warnicky. Okay. You, that yes. will make it easier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that will make it a lot easier. Happy so to help. We do call Dave Dave Warnicky at all times yeah. as well. So it'll be I good. call him uh, Kirsty Warnicky, so that actually <laughs> makes it. It makes it a lot easier. A lot easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that joke started, but yeah, we've we've always called him Kirsty Warnicky. Come, come full circle here today. Yeah. Now, Jess, as Kirsty is a first time guest on the show, I thought yeah. maybe you could explain to her how the show works. I would love to. And uh, I mean, Kirsty is a long time listener, first time guester. Um, super fan. Super fan. Um, wears our merch around a lot. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Yeah, I do. Do you give it a wash or just? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually in the washing machine right now, okay, which is great. why it's not on. Right. Because you will know that uh, you'll definitely know this because I did it to you. I oh. sent you a message yesterday, yeah. and it was simply a photo of me at the dog park in my yeah. do go on jumper. Yeah. So Jess will know that because it happened to yeah. her. <laughs> 
I know it. I so know as it, sure. such, it's currently in the wash. Yeah, you take it. Take anything to a dog park. It's getting dirty. Let me tell you. But oh, yeah. everyone's having a good time. Anyway, oh, yeah. so my question: Does the dog shit on it? The dog shit all over it. Really? Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Where else yeah. is a dog gonna shit? Dog society is such yeah. a, it's a, it's a such a curious place to me. <sighs> Matt Going to a dog pets. park. Yeah. Having dogs shit on you for fun. It's yeah. weird. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, especially when you don't have a dog yourself. It's um, Yeah, it is odd. Yeah. It's an odd decision, but Yeah. I'm but a cat man, you're a scat woman. So yeah, it's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> that is true. Uh, so my question to get us onto the topic is what's the worst thing that you'd be worried about if you were on a cruise? Oh, okay. Or could I go reckon, wrong on a cruise. I reckon like a ventriloquist being the only entertainment. <laughs> We are going to talk about entertainers a bit. You've, you done, you've realize, done some cruise ships, haven't you? Do you realise that this is no word of a lie? I am getting on a cruise ship Fuck. in two days. I Whoa. knew it. Yeah. Can I also clarify it is for business, not pleasure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No shade on anyone that does enjoy going on a cruise for yeah, pleasure. Yeah, that's fine. But I am going to work on a cruise ship. The first one since you know what. Fuck yeah, that's exciting. Mm. Um, how 9-11? Long- <laughs> <laughs> since Voldemort? <laughs> yes, yeah, since Voldemort. Yeah. Um, anyway, you're not meant to say it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Since you know who. <laughs> How long are you uh, on the seas for? I am on the high seas, uh, being the salty sea dog that I am. Yeah. yeah. For three nights. Okay. Is that true? <laughs> Who are you yes, talking to? Yes, it's true. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. Oh, my gosh. Is sorry. I, I really went into something existential then. Is that uh, true? <laughs> is that true? Are you now? What are you looking at? What are you looking at, Matt? Is your friend here with you now, Kirsty? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's three nights. Yes, that's uh, correct. It's so weird because uh, as I was writing this yesterday, I thought to myself, I should check just to make sure that Kirsty isn't going on a cruise in the in <laughs> oh, <anytime> no. soon. <laughs> oh, this is yes. So, so what could it be, do you reckon? So you're so that you're doing. To this I'm cruise? guessing an iceberg. Not an iceberg. Or We've a done Titanic. Pirates. Not pirates. All right, a, a big it's hole. Like it's sinking though, isn't it's it? It's sinking. Yeah. yeah. Yep. A hole yeah, yep. in the bucket. A hole in the bucket. Oh, is this? It's like the Italy is what I'm trying to say. It's not. It's not. It's, that one, I've okay. already forgotten what that one was called. That wasn't that long ago, though. Was no, it was okay. No. No. La <laughs> <laughs> Cockerocha. Is, is it, it's not the one, it's not the Ruby Princess. No, 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 no. Um, oh, shit. It, it came up a lot in, uh, in the research about this one because when the Italian one sank, a lot of people likened it to the story that I'm going to tell you ah. today. Um, Italian cruise sink. Well, just I'm looking that up, so you're doing three nights, you do like an... What, an hour each night? Costa Concordia. Not even. Thank you. Oh, Costa Concordia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the La Cucaracha Concordia. That was in that's, 2012. That's correct. Yeah. No, I um No, I, not, even, not even that much. Like, oh, cool. I, yeah, I'm, I've got one night off to begin with, which is good. you got three nights, you got one night off. Yeah, which is that's good. Not, that's because, not bad. Uh, Two on, one off. Love Because I like to work smarter, not harder. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You know me, they call me two gigs a year. Yeah, we back. Yeah. <laughs> But those gigs, you got to be there. you got to be at them. They, I knock those out of the park because the, I'm well rested. Exactly. <laughs> Great exactly. first up. Although the, uh, the first one there are cobwebs to blow out. But you really hit oh, your stride absolutely. halfway through the second one. That's exactly right. Yeah, I've got to blow those cobwebs <laughs> yeah. off because it's been 300 days since I was on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some space. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, no, it's not Costa Concordia. Um, but yeah, when when that happened in 2012, a lot of people uh, made some correlations to the sinking of the MTS Oceanus. Ooh, is that Greek? Yes, it was a French-built cruise ship um, built in 1952, and it was acquired by um, Aperitiki, which is a Greek shipping company in the mid 70s. So yeah, it's a it's a Greek um, shipping line. And the route that the ship was travelling in the early 90s was along the South African coast. So it was going between Cape Town and Durban with stops along the way and also into the Indian Ocean Islands, so travelling up to around Madagascar and Mauritius. On this particular voyage, the Oceanus had sailed from Cape Town to East London, South Africa. Because I was like, okay. East London, South... Okay. <laughs> uh, My geography's bad, but yeah. not that bad. I was like, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Cape Town to London is quite a journey. It just sounds really far. Yeah. I don't know you guys. It just seems really far. That's me. And after a stop in East London, um, they would sail on to Durban. So all of the guests disembarked in East London and stayed in a resort for the night as the ship had been booked for a wedding. Ooh. Somebody hired out an entire cruise ship. For his son's wedding. He was like this wealthy businessman in, in South Africa who just hired an entire cruise ship. Every single person staying on that cruise ship was put up in a hotel so this guy could throw an all-night oh, wow. party on a cruise ship. Wow. That's money, baby. <laughs> well, as, yeah. uh, as somebody who um, was recently engaged mm. and... Uh, oh, what happened? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> assumed that the engagement has happened and a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> you were recently engaged, not anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Still engaged. <laughs> still engaged. But yeah, got engaged and is, are currently still engaged. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, give us full context. Yeah, okay. Would you assume sorry. that I'm going to so leap to conclusions? Because so you should have said as an engaged person. Yeah, yeah sorry. As, as an, an ongoing as an engaged. As in engaged to be married, not as in engaged in an activity. Yeah. Okay. Thank <laughs> or you. on the phone, but the phone is engaged. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as an engaged person, mm. Matt, and I'm engaged, not you. <laughs> or you might be as well. But as one of those and also as someone who is rolling in the dough, having completed their two gigs for the year, yeah. I'm getting some real ideas yeah. about this okay. cruise ship wedding. I think if I were you while I was on a cruise in a few days' time, I'd be uh, I'd be rubbing shoulders. Yeah. I'd be networking. networking? I'd, ah. I'd be like, oh, bonjour, Capitaine. I'm assuming ah. it's a French ship you're going on. It, absolutely, it's a French ship From I'm going Sydney. on. Well, I, that's very good. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm, I'm going to be shimming my way up to the captain's yeah. table on yeah, Friday yeah. night. Don't Charm you worry about them. that. And then, you know, mates rates. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. The, okay. the cruise has a night off and they're like, Kirsty, come on down. You want to get, get hitched? You want to get hitched? Yeah. In the nightclub on the top deck. Yeah. What, what better place to get married than somewhere you've just had two of the greatest nights of your year? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's the make it one more. Yeah. <laughs> one more great night. Yeah. <laughs> one more great night to remember. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay, I'm into I it. I don't know if you do want to get married on a cruise, but... Um, so what um, What year are we... T- are we in the 70s? We're in the early 90s. Okay. 91. <laughs> I've been paying attention. Um, Close enough. <laughs> 91, the year that the Eagles uh, won their first premiership. No, that's not true. Hawthorne won their prem- t- premiership. If I recall correctly, a team definitely won. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, but I actually would argue that a team lost as well. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. oh that's pretty yeah, glass okay, half empty okay. stuff. Yeah. Okay. 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 I, I, sure. That's me. I'm just a, I'm yeah, just sure. a bit of a glum little thing over here. <laughs> <laughs> Death exists. I that was Michael Tuck's last premiership. Oh, yeah. We all, yeah. We all remember. Oh, huge year. Michael yeah, Tuck's year last premiership. Wow, yeah. Game's record holder, Michael Tuck. Or yeah. he used to be. Oh. He was at the time. Yeah, was he engaged at the time as well? I think he was engaged at the time. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Not anymore. Oh, Not anymore. Oh, that's sad. Good on you, Tucky. <laughs> you know when people say, like, people get married and they're like, my ex-fiance... <laughs> Because it's now their wife or something, and you're like, like yeah. Oh, you can use that, Kirsty. Oh, you, you can have that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just be like, hey, everyone, thanks so much for coming. Um, we just want to announce that we are no longer engaged because <laughs> we're married. Oh. And everyone will go, that's why we pay her the big bucks to do all those comedy gigs. <laughs> two gigs that a is year. Good <laughs> shit. Would that be? Would that work when everyone's at the wedding already? That's when they do it. That's when it's always grooms and that's when they make that joke. I don't think the bit works. It doesn't. They're not just... that funny. Yeah, it'd only it'd only work if you were just at like an inconspicuous, um, not inconspicuous, innocuous like pool party. Yeah. yeah. And and you're like, hey everyone, it's it's me, your good friend Kirsty Weebeck. And oh no, look over there. It's my ex fiance. Yeah. It's my ex fiance L. Yeah. Because we got married. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that's why it works in four weddings and a funeral when uh, Hugh Grant is talking to, you know, an acquaintance at a wedding and he says, How's so and so? And he says, Oh, it, um, it's not my. Uh, he says, How's that lovely fiance or something? He goes, Oh, it's no, no longer my fiance. And uh, Hugh Grant says, Oh, well, you know, I, I, I heard, never mind. I heard she was sleeping with somebody else anyway. <laughs> and then the guy goes, Because she's my wife. So maybe just don't make the joke. Maybe just don't. I think you might hear people's real feelings about Elle. And I've heard (laughs) she's a real pill. She's awful. She's a bad person. I've heard, and now that I know that you're not engaged anymore, I can tell you, I've heard she's sleeping with someone else. (laughs) (laughs) So you actually dodged a bullet there. Lucky. Wow. Who knew this was going to be the big... Expose on L episode oh, no. of Do Go On Pod. <laughs> Sorry about that. But as your friends, we felt like we needed to tell you. Thank you for bringing me on the pod <laughs> to tell me what your L's life. been up to. <laughs> Feel like a waste of goss if we didn't get it on the Zoom. <laughs> Well, I'm really sad now, but I suppose I have to finish the episode. Yeah, sorry, we're only 12 minutes in, so I do need you to compose yourself. Why didn't you tell me at the end? This is actually really mean. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's good feedback for next time. Thank you. (laughs) you. Did you ever explain to Kirsty how the show works? I forget. Yeah, didn't we? Nah. (laughs) Nah, we've just assumed that I know, and of course I know because I'm very clever. No, I just did the question. Oh, yeah, no, because remember Jess when I started saying how I'm a super fan and I'm. So you know. It's my first time on it. Like, it's cause. Do go on pod is coursing through my veins. Wow. But if somebody is listening for the first time and they've made it this far not knowing what it's about. Um, we tell you about a thing. Yeah. And you're all It's always a cruise related story. Yeah, it's a cruise. um, Tom Cruise. Uh, Bacardi Breezes, which are related to vodka cruises. And I I started saying that thinking that it was going to end in cruiser, but it didn't. It ended in breezer. <laughs> Penelope Cruise. Penelope Cruise. I'm trying to cover for you now. Yeah. Ted Cruise. Cruise Beckham. Cruise Beckham. Cruise Beckham. Yeah. It's, I didn't make that up, did I? No, they've got a cruise. Yeah, they've got a cruise. Cruise Beckham. Great. Um, yeah, the other cruise ones Beckham, as well. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Terry Cruise. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Different spelling also. Yeah, uh, like uh, Backstage Cruise. 
Is that yeah. a thing? So yes. the wedding, cruise. The wedding yes. that was held on the <laughs> cruise. <laughs> I'm up to the third dot point. Oh, my gosh. Go, no, go, no, go. No, 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 no. Um, How many dot And she's got like four dot points. I've got like points. six to go. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, all the guests disembark and they're staying in a, in a hotel and the wedding was to be a lavish affair. Had two priests, don't know why, huge amount of flowers and approximately 400 guests. I is, think, it, uh, is this about the two priests? Yeah, I think yeah. the more priests, the more pizzazz, more, yeah. you know, that's razzle-dazzle to me. Every And, and I hope they're like glitt- glittered up. You know, wearing those glittery scarves that priests do for special occasions. Yeah, you I two church types. Pardon? You a church goer? Uh, no, I I grew up a Catholic though. Yeah, yeah. same. I think yeah. all three of us did. Did we? Remember they had, like they wore different coloured scarves. Was always a yeah. purple one at Easter. Yeah, I love that. That's why we've Easter. all got loose morals. We yes. grew up yeah. Catholic. That's right. And that's why Very we all feel morals. awful about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got loose morals and I'm wrapped in guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's two priests, um, purely because of the cruise ship wedding. It's a spare. Yes. For when one of them slips and goes overboard. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. Poirot's also there, so, <laughs> yeah. which is never a good sign. You've got to have a backup priest. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, you know, they might one might get seasick. Yeah. That's it's right. always good. And you can't, what, we, where we get another priest? Yeah. Exactly. You can't just get one from nowhere. Yeah, you have you a backup. You don't just go below deck and have a rummage around and come up with another priest. Yeah. You've you got to pre- prepare a BYO priest. You've got to BYO. both survive, then you can just add a little razzle-dazzle. I think yeah. that's exactly right. <laughs> so they can do like yeah. more sort of, you know, they can do some choreographed dancing and yeah. Yeah. Know, arm movements. Yeah, just they some tasteful s- stuff like arm yeah. movements. Yeah, yeah, they can sing uh, the uh, Our Father song or prayer uh, together, harmonise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Our Father. Who are also, in heaven. How <laughs> you know, quickly would you get through communion? Disco version. With a bit of help. Yeah. Oh, right? 400 people. Yeah, that's 200 each. That's so easy. Body yeah. of Christ. That's how our priest, when I was a kid, used to do it. He held the S. Body of, Body Christ. of Christ. Oh, I that's like Body that. Body of Christ. Speaking of razzle dazzle. That is razzle dazzle, isn't it? <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how, how Father Mackay did it. Well, he obviously didn't have a weird no. quirk then. It yeah. was not memorable. I don't remember either because I'd usually lost consciousness by that point. <laughs> yeah. I was just there for a snack. <laughs> well, yeah, I have a little bit of wafer. Thank you. I'd love the taste of those wafers. It and did feel like a snack. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. In primary school, I remember we were like, oh, yeah, we're up to the snack bit. It was so good when you like when you had your first communion and then you could go up at school oh, mass. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, with the early you're years, just you're just sitting there watching, going one and then, day, yeah, I'm going to get to have some. And then when you're allowed to have the wine yeah. as well. I've never and had drink, the wine. drink from a, a cup that a hundred people have just drunk from before you. It's I've a COVID nightmare. <laughs> I never made it to the wine I've stage. Never, I, had the I wine. denounced my faith at the age of 12. Did you? Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I, mm. I was a full, full believer until 17. Oh, yeah. so, so what age did you get to start chugging down vino? <laughs> um, yeah, when did they let you drink I the feel, wine? I can't remember. I feel it was, yeah, I think they were, you know, you can have a little sip. You know? I reckon yeah. you had a fake ID that yeah, you'd had flash around at church. Father Foyne's, uh, <laughs> he I saw I mean, it. the father was the same one who baptised you, so he knows. <laughs> Surely he could have just run, run the numbers. <laughs> Hang on a sec, carry the two. You're only 17. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good Matthew point. Stewart. I think <laughs> I think I kept going even after I started having my having some doubts about things. I, I think I was probably maybe I still went a, a bit for like you know to Christmases and big yeah. events because my you know my parents kept going. It wasn't until we we're adults that my dad sort of came clean that he 
he sort of didn't really believe in it all. Yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. And I remember my sister, I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but my sister was like, what are you talking about? You took us to church every Sunday and you didn't even really believe in it all? And he's like, yeah. She's like, why did you do that? And, yeah. she, and he goes, oh, I just found it pretty relaxing. Like, wow, so like it's yoga, Dad. <laughs> he just liked a bit of peace and quiet for an hour on a Sunday morning. Dad, the pool's relaxing as well. Yeah, there's so many relaxing things to a do. Walk he, went up and, relaxing, he went Dad. up and did the readings and everything. Like, he was fully involved in it all. Well, I'm sorry, but doing the readings is not relaxing, Dad. No. Not at all. Not at all. I think he loved a bit of performance, Very maybe. stressful. Yeah. We'd get him down to an open mic night. He could open for me at one of my two gigs. Oh, that'd year. be great. Yeah. <laughs> he could come on the cruise with, with me on Friday. Be a letter from the Corinthians. Or <laughs> 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 I'm sure he'll appreciate me talking about all this publicly as I just remembered we are doing. <laughs> yeah, we went on a tangent just because of the two priests being yeah. at the wedding. Apologies <laughs> to all the cruise crash fans out there. <laughs> get to get the sinking. <laughs> Um, so, big wedding, 400 people, a lot of flowers. According to the cruiser's musician, Moss Hills, incredible name. Uh, we sailed out of the harbour and into the rather daunting seas. After a few hours at sea, the bridal party decided that it was too rough to have the wedding and we should return to the dock and stay in the relative calm of the harbour. Tugs were duly summoned and we returned to the harbour, much to the relief of all the staff. We knew that it would be difficult to conduct a wedding ceremony with the ship constantly pitching and rolling. Once we'd entered the harbour, the ship stabilised significantly and we all breathed a little easier. However, the bride took a look around and said she didn't want to get married at the docks. She wanted to go back out to sea. So the tugs were called again and off we went back into the storm. Okay, so when you're calling a tug, that's not a euphemism. No, that's a tugboat. I love how I love how we both are. <laughs> we hone in on the same thing because I was thinking like, what an amazing sentence yeah. out of context. Yeah. Tugs were summoned. Tugs <laughs> summoned. Like, yeah, like a, someone's getting fed grapes, you know. <laughs> Being yeah. fanned with an olive branch or no, whatever the branches they fan you with. Palm. Palm. An <laughs> olive branch. <laughs> like this, well, they're offering Asking peace. For forgiveness. And, yeah. there's some, I, there's, I summon the tugs. Tugs have been summoned. Look, there's sometimes when I could very easily rewrite things myself in a, in a way that isn't hilarious. Yes. But I was like. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. something for them here. We're gonna we're gonna use Moss's words here. Mossy. Yeah, tugs were summoned. So and they, all, is that sorry the Moss Hill thing? Hmm. Is, is that like one individual's name? Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. first name Moss, last name Hills. I that's love it. So good. How good is that? Yeah, it's really good. He's a great character. We're gonna hear quite a lot about him. Oh, Moss, oh. Moss Hills. Um, so yeah, the, the bride has been like, let's get back out there. So Moss is like, this really was a wedding with a big budget. It cost thousands of dollars each time a tug and the harbour pilot are used. How much for a tug? <laughs> thousands. Thousands. For a tug. Imagine that's a good quality Better tug. Be good In the nineties as well. <laughs> Inflation. It'd be, very, so. it'd be a very good tug. Yeah. <laughs> Tug's got to be universal. That's not an Australian word, is it? I mean. Even if it's not, they could probably sure. <laughs> between yeah, the I think they've here. figured it out by now. But then again, we get a lot of um actuallys. Um, we don't. There's not a lot of words we just have ourselves. They're ne- nearly always from America or England. I yeah, think. tug. Tug. That's feels. You'll like, figure it out. I reckon that's English, probably. Probably. Oh, have a tug. <laughs> Come Summon on, gorgeous. Me a tug, give, us a tug. <laughs> give us a tug, gorgeous. <laughs> 
I wish I wish the listeners could see your face when you said that, Jess. Yeah. But but I also feel like they will be able yeah. to see your face. They can hear your face. <laughs> Give us a tug, sweetheart. <laughs> gorgeous. Come on, gorgeous. Come on, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Such a grim (laughs) scene you've painted. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) So the wedding goes ahead, only a little bit of vomiting, and the party continues until dawn. Apparently, there was um, the the bridal party had like hired somebody to play on the organ. Um, and so brought her on. It wasn't just like the ship's entertainment. The ship's entertainers were also performing, but the organist was there too. Could not uh, stop vomiting <laughs> just the whole time. The organist. Yeah. That's, and that side note is so funny to me with only a little bit of vomiting. Yeah. Like, yeah. like pre- I prefer none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't want a sidebar at all when you're oh, talking about yeah. my wedding where we're acknowledging anything <laughs> yeah, to do yeah, with yeah. vomit. Oh, and interesting. You know, only a little bit of vomit. <laughs> Minimal vomit. You guys actually. looked beautiful. Food was amazing. Only a little bit of vomit. <laughs> hey, barely any vomit to speak it's of. Actually, almost <laughs> not worth bringing up. <laughs> I would say four and a half out of five stars. Like so good. The vomit was negligible. Yeah. <laughs> it was like two people, yeah. and yeah, it was all nice. And in the middle of the ceremony, but like it they couldn't be leave. Worse. Uh, we're on a boat. Well, this party, yeah, it went it went all the way through till dawn. It was sort of part of like the contract. They wanted to like party all night, and so as dawn is breaking, they play their final song. So it's just this all nighter. And the next morning, the weather's still looking pretty wild. Strong winds are whipping about. And most of the crew assumed that with the conditions being as bad as they were, the ship wouldn't leave the dock that night. It was it, They probably weren't going to sail. Um, the sailing time was delayed many times before it was finally decided that conditions further out to sea were improving and therefore they could set sail later that night. They're like, it's shit right here, yeah. But where we're going, <laughs> fine. So we'll just go. Like, we yeah. just go. It's fine over there. We yeah, just got to yeah. get there. That's easy. clever. So easy. Easy peasy. I know heaps about boats and that to me sounds easy. be easier to sail over there than stay here at the dock. Yeah. This is the hard bit. Yeah, it sounds so easy. Like, what do we do? Pull the anchor up. Go, go, go. Off we go. Off we go. Sail, sail, sail. You know, there's wind. It'll probably just blow us to a good bit. We'll be pushed to a good bit. So let's all just have a nap. What could possibly go wrong? Fucking chill out. You guys are being real killjoys. It's going to be super easy. Yeah, we're just really easily... Getting to a nice bit. Okay. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? <laughs> What's the big deal? Why don't you have your nice little dinner? Okay. Watch some entertainment. Have a kip. Just chill out. Oh, oh I get it. Some of you don't want to be in a nice bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. You just want to be in the rough, terrible weather. Yeah, okay. Well, however you want to enjoy your holiday. We want a language. PC, PC going mad, don't you think? <laughs> oh, we don't want to sail because it's not appropriate anymore. Unbelievable. You can't sail anywhere anymore. You can't, yeah. Oh, it's so infuriating. Yeah. So so is this back to the people who were staying in the hotels, the wedding? Yeah. So the wedding's gone. They yep. just had it for the night. Man, as far as Kirsty and I know, we're like, which group of people are yeah. about to be caught in a in an awful situation? So yeah. it's, it's the people that had, yeah, we're planning on taking this cruise all the way um, yeah, to Durban. Um, so they've just spent... One night on land, and then they're back to their sea cabins. 
Um, usually, as the ship set sail, Moss and his wife Tracy played on the deck for a sail away party. Um, every time they set sail, there would be a party. Right. Fun. But Rough Seas moved the party inside into the Four Seasons Lounge. A lot of passengers chose just to go straight to their cabins. Like, it's, it's a bit shit. Um, as passengers and also crew had dinner around 7pm, Moss recalled waiters struggling to carry trays and avoid colliding as the 30-foot swell outside caused the ship to rock and move quite dramatically. I think I, I don't know too much about the high seas. I know that I keep giving off the vibe that I do. Yeah, you've definitely got a nautical vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's because I make you call me captain. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm skipper. I yeah. know how it works. Little skipper and the captain. Can I have a name? <laughs> Tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or just Tugger. What do you want? Tugger. Tugger. Thank you. Tugger's been summoned. <laughs> 30 foot swells sounds a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. That's taller than us all put together. Imagine us. Do you reckon? Imagine the three of us uh, as yeah. a swell. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Jeff, do you reckon? <laughs> Matt's, I'm you're five just... Foot, I'm 5'7". Yeah, I'm 5'7 as well. And I'm 20... F- oh, no, we're just over. <laughs> yeah, we're just over. <laughs> That's 20 <laughs> foot tall. That's too tall to fit in the it, building. It doesn't come up that often. It's weird. It is weird. That I'm easily the tallest think, person who ever exists. I mean, I think we focus more on the fact that Dave is pocket size. Yeah. That we don't really talk about but you the being... the fact that it's my pocket. <laughs> yeah, because you're I'm huge. A huge. <laughs> See, it's, it's really big swell. It's, That's huge. It's, it's not very great. scary. And they're literally like, they're being knocked around a lot. It's not just a bit of a sway that you might get on any kind of boat ship. Um, it's a, like it's a lot of movement. Like the spirit of Tasmania, for instance. That's right. Yeah, that is a, that is a boat. Yeah. Well, a the first cruise ship that I ever worked on, there was a huge storm in Sydney and we were meant to sail away at 4pm, but we had to wait until 11. Oof. And uh, we were just docked, obviously, in the harbour there. And even that, like, while docked, was like, whoa. whoa even in the harbour? Yeah, in the wow. harbour. Wow, that's quite still, the harbour. So yeah. that's scary. Yeah, and you could still, like, and it, the, the point I'm making is that that was not 30-foot swell. No. Okay. You could absolutely feel it. Yeah. So that is terrifying. Yeah. I get quite seasick as well. So yeah. even reading this sometimes I'm like... Like, <laughs> like the manly fairy on a still day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get I land got, sick, Jess. I do. I get quite... I get sick easily. <laughs> this, is, this is something that I... <laughs> this is embarrassing to tell, but I'm going to. I do a thing where I make my... Make. I get my boyfriend... He has his arms around me and then I put my arms up and I do a little spin while his arms stay around me. So I just get to do a little spin and it's something I do quite regularly. And last night I did it and I went, oh, I'm a bit dizzy. And he went, you always get dizzy. Uh-huh. Oh. Just from ro- doing it 360, I get dizzy. <laughs> Is that So that's why he gets his arms around you so you don't tumble. So I don't fall tumble. over. Yeah. I got dizzy having to hear that. <laughs> Yeah. Why do you do this? Oh, it's a bit of fun. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. I used to go, wee, when I'm doing it. We make fun of people in the olden days and the things they do for fun. Yeah. And I don't think they're, they weren't, they were at least going to see a train or uh, wave okay. at a fire engine. Well, you guys just have no whimsy. And I'm sorry <laughs> that your lives are dull and your relationships are meaningless. <laughs> sorry about I was that. Just I was just thinking how much I'd hate to be a fly on the wall at Chester's house. 
<laughs> Me too. This is the cutesy stuff she's willing to tell us about. You can only imagine what else they're up to. It's insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so guests started to gather in the lounge, taking their seats, um, ready to see the evening's entertainment. Kirsty Weebeck. Kirsty Weebeck. Um, supported out. by Paul Stewart reading letters to the Corinthians. <laughs> God, he does it well, though. Oh, he does it well. He's like, I don't know if this is going to be funny, but it will be relaxing. <laughs> Everybody just chill out. <laughs> Quite suddenly at around 8.30ish p.m., all the lights in the lounge went out. Unsure if it was just the lounge or the whole ship that was experiencing a blackout, people were relatively calm at first, assuming that the lights had come back on shortly. Without any power for amps or microphones, Moss got his acoustic guitar and started to play a few sing-along songs. Oh, is Moss a nightmare? No, no, no. I mean, it's literally his job. This one's Wonderwall. Um, <laughs> he is a guitarist. Oh, yeah. Well, if, oh, if there's a guitar here. Oh, Hello. Oh, uh, I guess I'm going to have a Today go. Today is going to be, be the day. day. <laughs> you guys want to hear Riptide? <laughs> yes. He's got a ukulele as well. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so he's just trying to like sort of calm the passengers, pass the time, figuring that the lights are going to come back on really soon. Or he figured that a member of the ship's crew would make an announcement over the PA or somebody would come and explain what's going on. Or, so he's just like, oh, everything must be fine. We'll just, we'll yeah. just wait and we'll pass some time. Yeah, I'll rock out. Yeah, exactly. Everybody. He's doing that a lot. Everybody. Yeah, you and know the like, words. No, we're here to see you sing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know the words. Join in, everybody. But it is. <laughs> and they're like, Jesus Christ. Come on, Moss. You're no Freddy. <laughs> Eventually his wife Tracy came to the lounge and mentioned that she'd seen one of the senior officers running to his cabin that was near hers and he was wild-eyed and wet and oh. wouldn't tell Tracy what was going We've on. We've all been there. Oh, yeah, I've been Wild there. Wild-eyed and wet. <laughs> <laughs> hey? oh. That's me any Saturday night on a cruise ship. At what? the disco. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because the tug had just been summoned. <laughs> yeah. You summon the tug up. I'm wild eyed and wet. Let's do it. I'm <laughs> wild eyed and wet. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually because he'd just done a little spin while his boyfriend <laughs> held his arm. <laughs> I don't know if it's the mood I'm in or what, but I'm hearing a lot of innuendo in this episode. You were talking about docking before. <laughs> what kind of mood would give you that sort of format? Hmm? Being wild-eyed and wet. Somebody needs a bit of a tug up. <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> you, Jess, when you said it, then you looked wild-eyed. And wet. <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> come over here, sit on me lap. <laughs> you, you look like a different person when you're in that voice. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. I blacked out. It's, <laughs> it's actually terrifying. Where am I up to in the report? I don't know. <laughs> next time, uh, Next time I come on the pod... I'm going to request to do it over Zoom. <laughs> Just so I don't have to be yeah. near. Jess, Jess and do you, mind, uh, do, you, do you mind turning your camera off, Jess? <laughs> no reason. I think it's a, yeah. Just, You're uh, putting me off. 
it's just distracting. Yeah, getting too. Yeah, it's a data thing. Um. Yeah, it's a, da- it's a data. <laughs> thing. It's a data thing. I get it. I mean, I'm a, like a, I'm good with computers. You're, you're tech. You're tech. You get it. I'm pretty cool. Um, at this point as well, the engines of the ship are turned off, which doesn't just mean you're not moving forward. It also means there's no steering. So the ship had turned side on and was getting absolutely hammered by big waves. Okay, getting hammered. See everything here. So I just big waves. Side on. Big waves. <laughs> <laughs> side on. <laughs> Pretty sexy. Yeah, that's hot. If you don't get it, come that's over here, girl. Just want to do you side on. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough out of yeah, you. Yeah, okay. That's. That, that We're was almost going to lose our PG rating. That was. A <laughs> Imagine. Almost. Almost. This is the horniest episode of any <laughs> podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> and I've been on some horny podcasts. <laughs> yeah. You've been on the Horn Dogs Horn Week. Just a, a horn cast. I, I exclusively go on horny podcasts. Yeah, you got to. It's my brand. Um, it was very dangerous and really difficult to move around the ship and everything that wasn't bolted to the floor was moving around and falling to the ground. So it's just like furniture's falling over. Vases are shattering everywhere. A mirror, for example. Mirror, gone. A mirror would have fallen. Oh, that's bad luck. A lot of glassware. Yeah, a lot of glassware. Uh, Cutlery would have fallen also. Yeah, it makes quite a sound, doesn't it? It does make a sound. Might not break like a glass, but fuck, the sound can sometimes go, you know? Yeah, clang, clang, clang. Yeah, you know when you... Kirstie, I'm uh, I'm actually known as the man of a thousand noises. I could could do the noise of uh, cutlery clattering, if you like. Would you mind? Yeah. If you... Please. Close your eyes. Okay. And just... You, you might be shocked, but okay. this is me making the sound. Okay. I'm confused why this person okay. is dropping the cutlery so many times in a row. Well, oh, there was multiple buckets of cutlery. <laughs> oh, no. Is this, yes. an, is this an in-joke? Like, are you two pranking me? Jess, tell me the truth. Mm. When I had my eyes shut... Yeah. <laughs> Was Matt repeatedly picking up cutlery <laughs> and dropping it, mate? Because uh, please don't make fun of me. I just want to know the truth because no, that no, no, definitely no. didn't sound like Matt was making that sound. <laughs> I know, I uh, know, I completely understand. And it took me a while to get my head around it as well. I had to like witness him several times, but I and I hand on my heart, no bullshit. That was Matt. That was yeah. Matt. There isn't actually even cutlery in this room. Yeah, have a look. There's no cutlery. There's no cutlery. You're right. Nah. There's no cutlery. And Jess looks really sincere when... Okay. That yeah. is... Uh, well, one, I'm really sorry for doubting you. Okay. But two... Holy it. shit, yeah. mate. That is incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> that's a cute try. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, Matt's trained for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I've practised a lot. There was a, that was actually incredible. Yeah. Isn't it great? Yeah. He's quite wasted on this podcast, actually, because sound effects only come up every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. He should really be... You I'm know, pretty humble Hollywood. about it. You could he be in Hollywood. Be, yeah, he should be the guy from Police Academy. I should yes. be. I should be the Police Academy guy. He should be. That was incredible. That was so good. That was really good. Okay. You're starting to embarrass me. Please. Just to go on. <laughs> <laughs> and still there were no announcements from the PA, no senior crew around to help guide people with what was happening and what to do. So Moss made his way to his cabin, but on his way he saw three ship security officers running towards the rear of the ship. Sensing that something the was... rear of the <laughs> ship, <laughs> you guys. Our ears are pricking up every three words. Pricking. pricking. <laughs> I, think, I think ships are sexy. I they're they're sexy. horny. Yeah, they're yeah. really horny. 
I mean, they are. There's no Starboard, wetter place sexy. than a ship. Sexy, so sexy. There's no wetter place than a yeah. ship. That's true. <laughs> Upper deck, oh, hot. That's hot. Port. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. what? It's just another word for orifice, <laughs> which is such a sexy word. A <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, gorgeous. <laughs> Show us your orifice. <laughs> I'm going to plug your port, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, okay. Absolutely this not. This is too Absolutely sexy. <laughs> we crossed a line. Yeah. It got too sexy. <laughs> yeah, this sort of stuff might be legal on international waters, but we're on land right now. Yeah. <laughs> so he sensed that something serious was happening, so he followed them to the crew stairwell and onto one of the ship's decks. Um, crew were pouring out from the decks below. Pouring and su- out. <laughs> Deck very very close to dick. <laughs> and oh no, and some looked wet, <laughs> and most had life jackets on. Which condoms. Is, yeah, condoms. <laughs> they were running to their cabins and grabbing small bags of personal possessions, and then racing to the upper decks. Something had happened, but no one was saying what. So Moss writes, Lorraine Betts was the cruise director and she'd been to the captain a few times, and he had told her that there was a problem with the engine and that we should prepare to abandon ship. I argued that this was too dangerous, in the dark with such mountainous waves and with the coastline so rocky and remote. I said that unless we were sinking, then surely our passengers would be safer on board and we could wait for a tug. <laughs> Lorraine asked the captain if we were sinking and he said no. There was no water coming in, just an engine problem. I was convinced that he was lying and decided to go down below to find out. Down below. Uh, <laughs> Now you're trying to I'm trying feed to us be, to it. Like I want to be in it. <laughs> Maybe we'll put an embargo on it for a little while. Okay. So it was getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, something quite serious is yeah. happening. Yes. Which yeah, I have forgotten yeah. about actually <laughs> through all this. But yeah, I forget that we're hearing a grim story. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, I, sorry. No. No, no, no. <laughs> That's what they would have wanted. Um. Moss said that the captain was saying they should prepare to get the guests into lifeboats as a precaution. But when the fuck do you get into lifeboats in the middle of the night in rough seas as a precaution? Yeah, what are, yeah like this massive swell, but yeah, like yeah. J- just in case, babe. Just like just a drill. Just a drill. Uh, oh, like, oh um, nothing. Yeah. And um, why? Yes, yeah, so like why are they too afraid to tell them the truth? Like, yeah, is it they're Since worried about panic? panic? Right? Yeah, I guess yeah, so. but that's because that's kind of the captain's job. And they're like the crew are all trained in a million different things that could go wrong. Yeah, and so, like too bad if everyone panics. Like that's always going to be the case. Yeah. In any disaster like that, you have no control over the fact everyone's going to panic. Because yeah. And you need a. They're faced with death. You need a little panic, otherwise people yeah. are like, no, I'm not going to go do that as a precaution. Yeah, yeah I, I'm actually lounging reading a book. Yeah. I think you'll find. It's okay. like I've had yeah. seven espresso martinis. I'm going to continue to dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. not going to sleep until Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a bit a bit odd. Moss As a like, precaution, get into a lifeboat. This seems sus AF. That's what Moss reckons. So he and another one of the entertainers named Julian made their way deeper down into the ship to try and figure out what was going on. Remember as well that it's dark the ship is rocking around like crazy and they're the hired entertainment. They are not even experienced seamen. <laughs> oh, my no. God, you're making it hard. Why did you embargo it? <laughs> <laughs> making it hard. Oh, God. <laughs> so they make it to the engine room, which is empty. It's been abandoned. And that is not good. 
That, yeah. fe- that feels that quite feels bad. That feels bad, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels quite bad. They came to a bulkhead that was sealed off with watertight doors. And, and he was like, why are the watertight doors closed? We must be taking on water. Like they would automatically close if we're taking on water to keep the water in one place. Yes. So he couldn't open them at all and he was like, I'm not going to open the door in case. That would be very stupid. Yeah, that feels like such a good idea. So they, <laughs> they headed back up and they told Cruise Director Lorraine Betts what they'd seen. And by now, lifeboats were being lowered to the embarkation deck um, and Lorraine was organising women and children into the boats. Strangely, they could see a large proportion of crew getting into the boats as well. But more disturbing was the fact that senior officers were also getting in lifeboats. They were bailing. Bailing senior before officers. the... Surely they're meant to wait. Yeah, surely they're supposed to be the last ones on. Yes. Women and children and senior officers first. That's <laughs> yeah. the rule is I've that, just come up with. It's actually senior officers and women and children <laughs> yes. first. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the captain. Yeah, captain first. <laughs> and if there's any other boats remaining, everyone else is allowed to go. Yeah. Captain always goes down with the ship. No, 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 no you misheard. Captain always goes down with the lifeboat. Yeah, yeah. the first one. Yeah, the first the, one. The first one. Because i got to make sure it's safe yeah. in the lifeboat. I'm, I'm testing it, yes. Yeah. Yes, they can right. hold 99 people, but uh, <laughs> this one's for me and uh, there'll be others. So there had still been no PA announcement, no official guidance of what to do or no what was happening. No, P- no personal assistance. And now the senior crew are bailing. Like that feels sus. And Moss writes, I was now very suspicious and taking my video camera with me, I decided to check again if we were sinking. Once more, I went below. This time, no one came with me. I went down. F- came. <laughs> I went down forward <laughs> of the engine room, and as I approached the Dionysus deck, I could hear the sound of water flowing. I turned the corner on the stairwell, and I could see for myself. With a powerful shock, I confirmed my worst fears. This deck was flooded. We were sinking. <gasps> so strange. Really weird, but like poorly handled. Yeah. Really poorly handled. Yeah. Can I tell you really quickly that I'd done about um, 10 cruise ships when um, at breakfast one day we were having a conversation and I was talking about what happened in an emergency and mentioned like jumping off the boat and I'd been in that many drills, emergency drills, where they talked about the lifeboats and I just completely overlooked it that whole time and thought that we just put our life jackets on and jumped in. Yeah. And someone had to point out to me and they were like, you have done so many <laughs> drills and we start every ship with a drill saying to wait and get into the lifeboat and blah, blah, blah. But I was just putting on a vest and jumping straight into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to my mates at breakfast, I was like, don't you think it's weird that you just put on a life jacket and jump into the sea and hope for the best? And they were like, you have done so many drills. Why are you jumping into the sea? And then literally outside the window – where we were sitting at this breakfast table outside the window, there was literally a lifeboat hanging there and they were like, what do you think all of those are? Well, they're beautiful ornamental decorations, yeah. sure, but it's, it's what so does that have to do with me jumping into yeah. the ocean? Why do they have all of these <laughs> outdoor lifeboat-esque chandeliers? It's very odd. <laughs> Not my personal taste. That's, um, so that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you're you're a huge oversight. Like I'd been on so many ships and I was like, don't you think it feels extreme putting a life jacket on and just jumping into the sea? Don't do that, Kirsty. Don't do that. You're wondering why nobody else is wet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, why am I the only wild-eyed wet one on the boat? <laughs> <laughs> Bobbing up and down. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> 
Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, growing, getting bigger, it all means the same thing. Squarespace <laughs> makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And if you're worried about like, well, I don't know how to write stuff for a website and make myself look good, well, you can get help with the written content for your website with Squarespace AI. You can generate instant personalized results that highlight your brand identity you can explain what your site's about choose your tone enter what you need and bang you got some short and long form text baby so squarespace ai makes it easy to go live stand out and succeed online i'm so glad you had that bit because i thought it was pronounced squarespace ai (laughs) (laughs) anyway sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell files your customers can download. I don't know if I'm hitting all these words as <laughs> intended, like PDFs, musics, or ebooks. I would love to buy Matt's ebook. I'd like to buy Matt's course, and you you can do that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Be more like Matt. Oh, one hundred and one. Wow. How yeah. many? One, does it go to one hundred and two? It goes all the way to one hundred and two. <laughs> wow. You can customize everything with next generation editing technology. You can create engaging lessons your audience will love and then set the price. You can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Matt, how much is it to be more like Matt 101? Oh, three mil. Wow. Wow. Like per month or? Yeah, USD. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash do. Do go on. <laughs> so Moss made his way around filming and trying to see what was happening. And he writes, one of the crew, Costas, who was well known to me, came around another corner of that deck. He began shouting agitatedly that I must not video here. I kept my cool and dropped the camera from my eye, but left it running. He began to herd me back upstairs and I was asking him if he saw all of the water. He just kept saying that there was no water and I was Whoa. not to video anything. So strange. They're like, someone's done something wrong and they're trying to cover it up or... It's very strange. Yeah, so now they're gaslighting somebody yeah. who's just seen a wall of water and they're <laughs> like, up to his that waist. wasn't water, that was a <laughs> magical eye puzzle. <laughs> He's going... I'm wild-eyed and wet for other reasons. Jess, that was incredible. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was actually underwater though that time, I will say. I was underwater. When I, I thought you were doing a really good imitation of being underwater, and then when I looked over, I realised you were yeah, in, you were, in you were actually tank. in a tank. Yeah. I got water. in a tank. My computer is ruined. Jess does good sound <laughs> effects, but she does the method. So I will be doing the rest of this report from memory. <laughs> <laughs> and wild item wet. I'm very wet. <laughs> so it's roughly one a.m. at this point. Um, the people who are actually trained in the procedures to abandon ship. Had already abandoned ship. Oh my god! So this is fucking. It's bonkers. no good. It's, it's no, no good. good. It's crazy. 
So Moss and a group of other entertainers and a few staff members that were left there swung into action to get everyone off the ship. The boats weren't... Get everyone off. (laughs) That's going to happen a few times. The lifeboats weren't secured properly and as they were being lowered to the deck, the boats would swing away from the ship as it rolled and then come back and crash into the side. Oh my God, this is a nightmare. Yeah. Here's Moss describing how he worked around this. He said, I would stand at the edge of the ship and when the lifeboat swung against the side, I would put one foot on the lifeboat, one on the ship and quickly help a passenger into the boat before jumping back onto the ship as the lifeboat swung away again. (sighs) Wow. He's getting people on like one or two at a time. I'm seeing a real pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. So wait up. So then that person is on the ship as it pendulums out. Yeah. Sorry, on the on the on boat. The boat yep. And it it pendulums out and then smashes again and they're holding on while he's about to load on another person. Yeah. Wow. wow. It'd be like yeah, like that uh, big ship at Dreamworld, you know that ship ride yeah, that swings yeah, around? Yeah. It'd be like that. Oh yeah. Always but makes me like, sick. But not fun because you like not meant to be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, it would be less fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, like I think the rides are um, designed, like there's a bit more control. True. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess. I hadn't really the considered foot, that. Yeah, like the 30 foot waves out in the wild. Similar I to a wave pool. I think they change the stakes a bit. Similar to a wave a little, pool, yeah. right? A little less predictable. <laughs> a little oh. less predictable. Mother Nature. Yeah. At, at her worst. She's a oh. wild bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She, <laughs> she does what she wants, let me tell you. She's a fickle mistress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is a fickle mistress. As, a, as, as the feminist of the pot, I kind of take umbrage of you sort of stereotyping a woman like that. I Mother think, nature. Yeah, I think she, you know, she goes through some stuff at some times and it's okay that she lashes out. Matt, when you invited me onto this podcast, you knew full well that I'm a raging misogynist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That's the only reason we invited Kirsty on. <laughs> bit of balance between me and you. We're yin and yang. Oh, just need a bit of misogyny. <laughs> Let's get a woman hater on the show. <laughs> so this is Mus still talking. He says, luckily nobody fell in the sea or was caught between the singing lifeboat and the ship. Singing, swinging. Um, It's ridiculous that passengers should have been exposed to this kind of unnecessary danger. If the trained personnel had been running things, it would have been far less risky. So a lot of it, he's kind of pissed that this has fallen to regular people. That's not not his... Not his job. Absolutely. No, Moss was strapping in for some Jack Johnson covers. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Didn't realise he'd be coordinating they a... say Taylor was a good girl, never gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a stirring That's rendition. Good, actually, yeah. <laughs> Make your banana Hey, Moss, pancakes. tag me in. While you're doing the boats, hand me that guitar. <laughs> he played a few instruments. He had like a sax on there as well. Oh, and, yeah. You know? I can play all these equally poorly. Yeah. I assume. Never tried. <laughs> sorry, that right was. Up. Yeah, sorry. I, I was that an actual sax <laughs> in the room? Or no, no, that was me. Jeez. He is that good. Jeez. Close your eyes, Kirsty. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He will keep going. That is, is definitely Spotify. Tequila. 
That was definitely someone's sax's playlist on Spotify. That yeah. definitely was that time. I'm not going to be tricked twice. No, I'm sorry, Cassie. That was all <laughs> me. <laughs> sorry, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to have so much fun on such a full-on story. Yeah, we're, we're just trying to cope. Oh, no, you, you must. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gallows humour. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> By around 3am, there was one remaining lifeboat. In a scene straight out of Titanic, Oof. the remaining officers boarded the lifeboat and ordered it to be lowered, even though it still had space for... A, it had about 50 <gasps> people on it and it could fit 99. Holy shit. And 49 spots. Yeah. They're leaving people behind. These are the remaining Holy officers. Holy shit. Yes. I hate each and every one of them. Lorraine and Moss managed to get 20 more people on before the boat was lowered, but it was still left with room for more people. Jeez, these oh. officers didn't take their Hippocratic Oath very seriously. It's fucked, isn't it? Or Shippocratic Oath, <laughs> whatever it's called. Hey, here's something I don't understand. So there's... <laughs> Shippocratic Oath, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about something else and I missed it. I'm so sorry. That's Please. <laughs> Please. Edit it out. <laughs> Never. Please. Please. No, if I've got to leave in the shit about me doing a little twirl, okay. you have to leave <laughs> Shippocratic Oath. Was, I had a clean cut and then it got referenced again. I'm like, fuck. Your, your darkest secret. <laughs> yeah, we keep calling back to it every 30 <laughs> seconds to make sure it go stays. Go do a little twirl, Jess, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was me that did the callback. I really fine. got you. I got you a yeah, beauty. You, well, I shouldn't have shared. Um, that's why you should never be vulnerable. <laughs> put your walls back up, Jess. Oh, I've got to put them back up. I think it's great, Jess. And after the show, I think we should do a three-way twirl. Is that possible? Yeah, I reckon. Can you? T- no, you couldn't. No, but oh, yeah. you can have a. I'll show. Oh, you can have a go. I've actually, I actually promised um, my fiance that I'd never never uh, twirl do until a your wedding day. Twirl. Never gonna Not twirl until your wedding day. <laughs> we'll do the three-way twirl on the wedding night. That's nice. That is that nice. is beautiful. Yeah, thank you. It's good to you know just keep some things for you. That's, That's nice. right. That's right. Keep the spark alive. I've said as soon as we get married, I'll stop twirling and I'll never twirl again. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no lifeboats left, but there's still approximately 220 people left on the ship. And I was, I didn't think about that as I was writing it, but I was like, surely you have enough lifeboats for everybody. Yeah, yeah, you have to. So what, how is there no lifeboats left? But is it still 200 people. They've well, all been they going weren't. without being full. Maybe, maybe some They're of them. They're like, um, I'd actually prefer a bit of privacy for my partner and I on this one, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going through something quite traumatic. The boat is shipping. <laughs> the, the boat is shipping. <laughs> The ship is sinking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I need leg room. You told the story of the Titanic many moons ago, and that would have been before, uh, probably before um, rules were in place. But they also didn't they? They didn't have enough. They didn't have enough. But they didn't have enough because they were like, it's an unsinkable ship. Like, why would yeah. we even bother with with lifeboats? But in this case, like, surely people learnt from the Titanic. Ships are very sinkable. Yeah. Um, and so you'd have enough. That is also such a funny attitude. Yeah. Like, it's unsinkable. Why would you have more like Like, just imagine if you, like, got on a flight and the pilot was like, well, we've actually removed all of the life vests because uh, I'm a very capable pilot yeah. and this is a robust machine. Guys, I actually won't be putting on the seatbelt sign for the whole flight because uh, I think... Get up, have a dance. Yeah. I, I am that good at my job. I, am, I don't mean to break, ladies and gentlemen, but... Uh, We're uh, <laughs> cruising at uh, 30,000 uh, feet. I'm uh, not sure exactly the number, but uh, I'm confident that's about right. And, uh, 
Anyway, yeah. uh, the seatbelt sign uh, won't be on today because uh, you uh, really can trust me. This is the uncrashable plane. Uh, <laughs> As we fly over the Andes in a storm. Um, but there's 200 people left. The boats can take 99 each. You did like two boats and then maybe get the other 20 people on you know, where there were gaps. You needed two more boats. So it must be that people had taken yeah. them too soon or something. Yeah, that's terrible. So Lorraine and and Julian uh, went to the bridge to, quite frankly, see what the fuck the captain was up to. (laughs) Like, um, we've got most people off. Let's go fucking see what this guy's up to. Yeah, see if he needs a tug. And meanwhile, Moss went back inside to assess how much water the ship was taking on. He describes the entire dining room was under about one metre of water. Floating in this were chairs, trays, linen and various plants. As the ship rolled, the entire lake would crash to one side and stay for a moment before crashing again to the opposite side, which is a very good way of describing it. Yeah, I like it being called a lake. Lake, yeah, mm. it's really sloshing about. Yeah. The furniture was now debris and every ornament and piece of glassware was smashed. I could see to the far end of the dining room and noticed that, that the main entrance was wide open. This door was a fire and water-resistant door and should obviously be closed to slow down the flow of water. I attempted to cross the room by waiting for the water to move to one side and then I would run across the shallow side. I made a few attempts but the water was moving too unpredictably and I realised that I would be crushed by the furniture and glass-laden water. I returned to the upper decks a bit shaken because I now knew that most of the ship was flooded. Isn't that crazy though? He's like, I'll just run across. Yeah. Try and time it. Yeah, the glass thing was the thing, the most yeah. harrowing for me. Just this wave yeah. covered in glass coming at you from yeah. across the room. Yucky. Oh, yeah, that's no good. That's not yeah, good I hate well. I hate cuts. Yes. Even a paper cut. Yeah. I'm like, this has ruined my fucking day. Yeah, I hate them. I'd but take a glass cut over a paper cut. Yeah, just the worst. I'd, I'd be impaled over a paper cut. <laughs> 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 fucking hate them. <laughs> Empire, we still doing sexy euphemisms? No, oh, that's a good, that's no. Um, <laughs> edit that bit out. And um, yeah, this is, sounds like he's really the only the only hero on this ship. He's like he's and he was he was the only one working there who's like I'm gonna I care about everyone. Yeah, well, you've still got Lorraine, who's the cruise director. Okay, so there's two. There's Lorraine, and then his uh, Moss's wife Tracy is there, and three, a, and Julian and Robin are two five. entertainers. There's only five heroes, and it's pretty much them. Wow! But Julian, Tracy, Moss, and Robin are all that like two of them are like magicians and comedians, and then oh, you've got okay, Moss and useless. Tracy. Okay. Why don't they? Comedians hey, hey, on the hey, boat. hey! How do you? <laughs> um, here's an idea. Why don't these uh, highly skilled magicians? Make the water disappear. Fucking hell, yes. Call yourself a magic man? Prove it. Prove it. Oh. Why don't you put these massive tidal waves, pop them back in your hat? Oh, that's Why don't good. you ward this tempest away? Fucking hell, these magicians. I reckon these guys are frauds. I reckon they're frauds as well. Yeah. At a minimum, I hope they never get booked for a bloody <laughs> ship ever again. <laughs> uh. But uh, one thing that is um, make, uh, making me feel a bit better is that we're getting this first-hand account from Moss. Yeah. Yeah, reliable witness. And J- Jess hasn't said whether it's from beyond the grave or not, but I'm hoping he uh, said all this in human living form. I never thought about that until this podcast because you would often point that out and be like, okay, well, we, 
we know this because somebody's told us. So somebody survived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's always your thing. You're like, I know. Which just makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Imagine if um, Moss could only speak through Jess Perkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just luckily you do this podcast <laughs> and so the story can get out. He was like, tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay, write the report, bitch. I don't, Unfortunately, Moss was like, can you please tell it not in a sexy way? Yeah, I, cannot, yeah. I do not want any references to sex. <laughs> it was his final wish. And we've blown it. Yeah. Blown Uh-oh. it. <laughs> you too. You pervs. <laughs> so it was interesting too because Moss was sort of like um, fairly quickly all the passengers realised that the actual – personnel had fucked off and so they were listening and and like responding they were very engaged with whatever moss was telling them to do they're like okay yep we'll do that um but he also mentioned that some passengers uh asked him to they were like they were missing a family member they're like we don't know where louise is and and he wouldn't let anybody go back to their cabins it's like it was better to have everybody in one place so he's like i'll go look so he goes to louise's cabin and she's in there seemingly unaware of what's happening which is baffling And he writes, this kind of situation should never be allowed to happen. The least the captain should have done was to sound the alarm and then make a clear announcement over the public address system. If he'd done this, then all of the passengers could have collected their own life jackets and gone straight to the muster stations to which they were assigned. Um, So he's essentially he's just pissed off that he has to do this or that... He's like, what's the point of the drills we did? Exactly. Yeah, like there's a a literal protocol. Yeah. And muster stations, that's exactly what they're called on the ships I work on as well. Yeah. And that's what you do if you listen and know not yes. to just fling yourself overboard. <laughs> then what you do is you pop your life jacket on, you go to your muster station, and then somebody helps you onto a boat. Yeah, oh, and then off you go. Station. I love mustard, but the um, <laughs> I, which is uh, just a nice touch as you go on the boat, you'll get a little sachet of mustard, I guess. Oh, you no, no, you can't just get mustard. <laughs> oh, you, you gotta get, have Tommy sauce as well. Yeah, and you've got to have a conduit to get it into your body. There's oh. got to be some chippies. <laughs> <laughs> chippies are the ultimate conduit. <laughs> what I call it a chip station. But it's uh, it's all about because uh, mustard is is something. The that, hero. Yeah, the hero. It's of, the hero of the dish. Always. <laughs> I, I cannot believe this story. It, yeah. or it sounds like some, maybe the crew knew that there weren't enough Boats, so they're like, we're taking these for ourselves. We're not telling you or something. Seems. I just think they were gormless. So Each and every one of them bloody gormless. Bloody gormless <laughs> and bloody gorgeous. <laughs> uh, gorgeous, you're gormless. It's not good when you do it. <laughs> Go on. It's gross. Can you do it? No, I'm busy. <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm busy. Busy getting ready to busy. do it. <laughs> getting busy. <laughs> Get busy tugging. Um, yeah, so he, he finds this person who's just like, you know, hanging out and he's like, get your life jacket. Get out of here. Um, so the cruise director, Lorraine Betts, she was the one who'd gone to the bridge to find the captain. And they found the bridge unmanned, completely abandoned. So she and Moss went back to the bridge together, grabbed the radio, taking turns calling Mayday, Mayday until another ship answered. We made and received various calls from the ships in the area and many times they asked for information that we just didn't know. Oh, my God. 
We wanted to ask the captain what to do and eventually I located him and the <gasps> remaining few officers on the pool deck with the other passengers. He was keeping a low profile under a stairway and just crouching there smoking. He wouldn't come back to the bridge. Oh. He was just like another passenger waiting to be rescued. What Never a hell? better time for a durry. <laughs> Isn't what? that ridiculous? Spark up on the bridge. Yeah. Uh, this was Greece in the 90s. I think that would have been fine. Yeah. When I was in, in, I remember being at Athens Airport like 10, 15 years ago or something and the airport was just full of, it was just that, you know, air-conditioned smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the whole place. I'm like, this is, and we're, Australia had had no smoking indoors for a couple of years by that stage. Yeah. So it was just like, whoa, Particularly this is full on. Wow. I barely remember smoking indoors. Because when was that? 2000? 2006, I think, is when they... Really? When they banned it in Melbourne. That's too recent. Was it, but was it like allocated areas, maybe? Because I don't really remember being no, in I like in pubs and stuff where people were smoking. Yeah, I, I remember it. I remember it when I was 18 and stuff. And yeah, right. the, um Just waking up the next morning and your clothes and hair just yeah. stunk of mm. tobacco. Mm. But it was just normal, and then it's but it's going back the other way is like whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah when you've gotten used to that sweet <laughs> fresh air. Yeah. What a bad idea. <laughs> Why can't so he can't be convinced to go up and and at least use his knowledge to give him coordinates or anything? Exactly. Well, he's, having, he's having a durry under the stairs, mate. Having a durry. I'll be help. up in ten. <laughs> help you could be, help us. Just all get do, saved. Do the fucking nah. bare minimum. Yeah. Exactly right. So eventually, Moss got through to Captain Detmar of the Ned Lloyd Mauritius, who asked Moss his rank after Moss wasn't able to answer a few of the captain's questions. Moss replied, "I'm not any rank. I'm a guitarist." <laughs> yeah. So apparently then the um, there was a pause on the radio and then Captain Detmar was like incredibly nice and really supportive and helpful because he's like, what's your location? And he's like, uh, I'm on the bridge. He's like, no, like your coordinates. And he's like, I don't know. Where do I get that information? And the guy's like, who the fuck? Who am I talking to here? What's your rank? And he's like, I'm, I'm the guitarist. I'm a Scorpio. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he sort of, yeah. he explains that like the captain's fucked off. And so Captain Detmar was, was helpful. Um, so, because the captain, who I haven't even mentioned, his name was Yanis Avranis. Oh, that's a great name. It is pretty I good. I love a rhyming name. He was refusing to come back to the bridge. Moss was running back and forth across the steep, slippery, dark deck to ask the captain questions that Moss was, of course, not qualified to answer, so he could relay the information on to rescuers. Just come to the bridge, yeah, exactly. Yanis. I would have dragged him. Yeah. Dragged oh, yeah, yeah. him back up to the bridge. Yeah. Get up here. I would have told the mob... Which is what they would become if you tell the truth here. This is the captain cowering over here. Yeah. yeah. Let's get him to the bridge. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Answers, questions to answer. Are I reckon that would have made things better. I reckon. Yeah. I re- yeah. A mob. Handed yeah. out some pitchforks. Yeah. Get yeah. him. Yeah, they'd either get him up onto the bridge or beat him to <laughs> death. Yeah. <laughs> Which would you prefer, Giannis? <laughs> <laughs> What's it going to be? The ball's in your court. <laughs> so other ships couldn't get too close to the Oceanus because of the harsh conditions. So the other captain was asking... Wait, sorry, Jess. Just quickly, what's his full name again? Yanis Avranis. Yanis Avranis of the Oceanus. Yeah. That's sick. That is That is good. so good. That is good. That's how he got the job. That was my, that's he my doesn't favorite know how to captain. <laughs> he doesn't know how to captain a ship. They're just like, your name rhymes with our name. You got the job. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> You're hired, gorgeous. <laughs> All right, gorgeous. All right, gorgeous. All aboard. You're hired. All aboard, gorgeous. 
All aboard, gorgeous. All aboard, gorgeous. <laughs> what, what a job, gorgeous. You're all ahead. All it's aboard, all yours, gorgeous. gorgeous. All yours, gorgeous. <laughs> right this way, sweetheart. <laughs> That's very stupid. <laughs> You're right, darling. One job, darling. All right. Oh, boy, gorgeous. You're all right. That bridge over there, all <laughs> yours, gorgeous. All yours, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a, one of those episodes where I'm like, at least we're having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the, the listeners are like going, what are, what they are you on? laughing Yeah, about? we're just having a really nice time <laughs> chuckling. Just looking at each other and chuckling. <laughs> it's, it's fun It's fun to listen to. It's contagious. Oh, oh, hopefully yeah. it is, yes. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's loving it. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully all the listeners are also wild-eyed and wet. <laughs> yeah. If this hasn't got you wild-eyed and wet, I think, you know. See a doctor. Yeah. See a doctor. Yeah, Someone's the ship, the ship right sailed you. for you. <laughs> yeah, yes. <sighs> so, yeah, the other ships can't get very close. So the other captain, Captain Detmar, was asking for an indication of how long the ship had before it was submerged. He's like, how long have you got? Like, what's our window here? So, of course, Moss has to run back to the to Captain Avaranus and be like, what, are, like, what do you reckon? And he said, two hours, maybe three. Why isn't he going to the bridge? <laughs> this is the most baffling thing of all. He said, I reckon we've got uh, 15 to 17 ciggies. Yeah. <laughs> do with that what you will. Yeah, i got a couple of decks left. Um <laughs> I reckon, yeah, once I've got through these, we're done. Then, uh, then yeah, we'll call it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll call it. So this is about 4 a.m. Wow. They've got two, three hours left. 4 a.m., I'm hearing pitch black. Pitch black, pretty dark. Around 6.30 a.m., rescue choppers arrived. Navy divers were winced down to the deck and said that the ship was sinking faster now and they'd need to hurry and get everyone off the ship. They said they needed help to get everyone off before the ship sank and Moss was given a five-minute crash course on how to run a helicopter airlift. Because obviously... Moss is up for it though. Like if anyone can do it, it. Moss can do it. Do you know, I'm surprised Moss even needed the five-minute crash course. He was like, refresh my memory. Of course (laughs) I know how to do it, but... He's so like, I actually invented the helicopter yeah. rescue, but refresh my memory. Refresh my memory, go on, mansplain <laughs> to me. <laughs> I've been under pressure for the last 10 hours, so please yeah, refresh no, my let's memory. F- let's fucking go. <laughs> if you could sing it to me in the style of Xavier Rudd, that would be helpful. Um, yeah, that's how acoust- my memory works. Yeah, anything sort of acoustic. Um, it's the only way I learn. John Mayer, can you John Mayer it to me? Well, just as he's saying it, if you could just um, tap on a tambourine, that would really <laughs> that help would me helpful. commit it to memory. Um, what, so key, yeah. what key are these instructions <laughs> going to be in? C sharp. <laughs> so the helicopters, they obviously can't land on the ship. So, yeah, it's going to be lowering down harnesses, two people at a time, lifting them up. Oh, two at a time, at and a time. there's 200 and something. Yeah. That's a hundred trips, if my math serves me correctly. Oh, my God. You are filling in Dave's role very nicely. <laughs> yeah, so quick. You're out, Dave. I'm in. <laughs> the trial has gone very well. There's a new mathemagician in town. <laughs> so they s- decided to set up a helicopter rescue station at each end of the ship, splitting the passengers in half so that each station had about 110 people they needed to get off the ship. In total, about... Get off. F- get off. <laughs> in total, about five helicopters joined the rescue mission. Um, shuttling back and forth. They could carry 12 people at a time. 
And this is all happening as dawn breaks as well. So they've been, yeah, they've been, it's been like, it's nearly 12 hours. It's like 10 hours that this has been going on for them. That's way too many hours. It's too many hours. So a Navy diver and Lorraine are set up on one side and Moss and Tracy are set up on the other side. And how they sort of did it was Tracy organised the passengers um, so the remaining women were first and then the oldest men first and then the youngest and fittest were last. And then on Moss's signal, she would send passengers out to him two at a time. Because remember, like the boat's still rocking like crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he's like – Moss has like tied some rope around himself and to a railing to keep himself in place. Wow. And then two at a time he gets them out, puts it on. It's – Really full on. That is hectic. The helicopter harness was a, a double unit and this became the routine for the next five hours. Whoa. Wow. As you're going down. Wow. Just like every passing minute would yep. just get more and more stressful. Because yeah. you get like it's it's twelve people, then that chopper has to go. Another one comes. Oh. But then every every time you're getting twelve people off, yeah. that's uh, the slightly lighter weight. Maybe this ship's starting to come up again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, those few hundred kilos yeah. would make a real big difference. Yeah, I like, think it could. I reckon by the time they only had like twenty people left on the deck, the ship would just be fully restored to its previous splendor. Probably yeah. even floating in the air. <laughs> it's too light they, now. <laughs> they actually winched the remaining passengers. On the ship. Yeah. <laughs> back to land. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> they were like, hey, guys, while we fly this ship back, um, feel free to just wander around, yeah. check out the captain's quarters or something. Like, yeah, you just have a little fun. treat. And uh, Moss has found his ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, baby, coming down to the rib time. <laughs> I do, do you think I'm not so sure about this women first, then old men, yeah, then the fittest go. men? Surely the fittest men go first. Who is it most important to get back to society? The fit men. Oh, don't you think? Matt. Or the old men? Oh, the old men? Really? What do they do? They, uh, okay, so they should have quizzed everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. They should have had the presence of mind to have quizzed every, everyone. And if the old men are uh, racist or sexist or like homophobic or whatever, they're out. Get rid of them. They're out onto yeah. the helicopter? No, no, no. no. They, they've got to wait until the end. They've got to wait until the end. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, yeah. But everyone oh, you're going to make quizzed, moral judgments, are you, Kirsty? Yes, that's so what I'm saying. you're going to say, oh, so these men who are racist and bigots don't deserve... To live as much as everyone else? That yes. sounds a little bigoted. You're last, <laughs> Kirsty Bang. You fell for my trap. Well done. <laughs> Let me on. He's honestly got some Help. weird opinions. Help. And uh, to be honest, we were already going through the, uh, the most useful occupations and you were a fair way down the list, I'm afraid. Well, it's interesting that Matt is having me get onto the rescue chopper last because um, it actually reeks of homophobia. <laughs> oh, no. We switched back. <laughs> you guys are like, you're last we're neck and, and neck, second last. Neck and neck for last. And two people go at a time. So but we're fighting so we're hard. Fighting. <laughs> We've killed each other by the time we get to land. And everyone's we're- like, well... They've got to pry our limp, lifeless hands from around each other's throat. The final decider is Twitter followers. So, <laughs> 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 all right, you edge me out on this one, Kirsty. Fine. 
Twitter followers. Twitter followers. I go, no, you're right. That is fair. That is the only fair way to do it. I'm getting on the rescue chopper first. Matt, I've got more Twitter followers. (laughs) Society wants me more. Please don't look at Instagram. (laughs) Definitely don't pry into my TikTok account. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think we should wait TikTok heavier. (laughs) I'm crunching the numbers quickly. Twitter doesn't feel as relevant uh, these days. <laughs> you two are both going down the ship. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Julian, one of the other entertainers and a Navy diver, uh, then got into the last inflatable dinghy so that they would be in the water close to the ship in case they dropped any passengers into the sea. Whoa. So, you've got rescue operations happening on either side, and then you've got a Navy diver and Julian, who's a magician, uh, like. Hanging a magician about, hanging yeah. about. Who hasn't been able to make the flood water. I'm yeah. starting to think he's an Disappear. illusionist. <laughs> and the illusion is that he's magic. I think he's a bit of a delusionist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know what's just disappeared? Your credibility, mate. Yeah. But he is doing something quite brave. <laughs> make that reappear, he, I he dare you. He's doing something quite brave. Um, yeah, no, he sounds like no, a legend. We, we understand that, Jess. They we, saved a few people, actually. <laughs> hey, we're not taking that away from him. But His magic he is didn't bullshit. Make, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make the storm disappear. Didn't make the storm disappear. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. As the other rescue station on the other side finished getting everyone off the ship, Lorraine and the people helping her joined Julian in the dinghy. So it was essentially like... All that was left to get the rest of the crew off the ship was this little rubber dinghy. So that because I was assuming there were no more vessels at all. But when, it was yeah. But like, there was one last very backup plan rubber dinghy. Yeah. That I guess they were thinking wouldn't last that long, and, and it, obviously and it couldn't won't. get two hundred and something. Exactly right. People on it. So this is from Moss again. With the deck so steep and the ship rolling about. At least 10 or 12 passengers slipped and fell as I tried to attach the harness to them. Each time I would slide down the deck with the rope around my waist and pull them up. Oh, my gosh. Because it's so steep. Moss is such a hero. Moss is insane. One of the great badasses we've ever talked about on the show. I, I love this guy. And this is almost, I think this might be my favourite part because it's very funny. Well, I'm already starting to fancy him, so. He's pretty great. Is this the bit on the Titanic where it goes really vertical and someone falls and goes, ding? Which everybody finds funny. But yeah. It but is, it's actually it is, really sad. It's, but it's so pretty sad. funny. But it is pretty It's really... Sad. Like, it, okay. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> it's pretty funny. No, Jesse is giving me the worst look. <laughs> You're like, no, but I'm like, no, nah, shut up. It's funny. <laughs> that was like proper year eight science teacher disappointed yeah. in me vibes Jesse, then. Come on. You were like, I know that what you're about to say is frappe. You were like, do you really need to say it? Yes, okay, I do. All right, no, go on. All right, then. all I wanted to say You've got is... got the class's attention. <laughs> Share it with everybody, please. How funny would you find it if you were the one falling off? I wouldn't find it particularly funny. <laughs> Probably that's because all I my, wanted to say. my spine would snap and I'd yeah. be instantly dead. Yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. So maybe yeah. just have a think like that <laughs> yeah. next time before you start that's chuckling true. away. That Laugh it up right into your grave. Your wet grave. Your wild-eyed and wet graves. I guess. I guess the ocean is a wet grave. Yeah, yeah it's David Jones's locker. Yeah, yeah, it's the wettest of graves. It's yeah. the wettest. So sorry. Anyway, what were you saying this before I gave you a a lecture in um not being a piece of shit? Um, <laughs> ac- um, actually, just water isn't wet. What it touches is wet. <sighs> well, you're insufferable. <laughs> I had a fun bit to share with you, but now I'm not sure that I want to. No, please do. Please no, do. I don't know. I don't please know do, I gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> oh, go on, gorgeous. 
Lost <laughs> <laughs> our fucking minds. So this is a little bit of, of classic Moss. This will make you love him and Tracy. So he says, at one point I was trying to catch the swinging harness being lowered and it snagged on the side of the ship. There was immediate danger of the rolling ship and high winds causing the line to jerk tight and pull the chopper down before the winch operator could free it. Without really thinking, I jumped over the railing and hung across the side of the ship to free the harness. I then crawled quickly back. It was over in a flash. However, the real danger now came. My wife saw what I had done and ran across the deck to yell at me. (laughs) (laughs) The real danger came. He just jumped off a boat to, to release the witch so it didn't bring a chopper down with it. Climbed back over and then he's like, Whew, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Here comes <laughs> oh, Tracy. She looks mad. I read, I read her account as well and she was like, I saw red. Oh, really? She yeah. wasn't. But he, was it a good thing or a bad thing? It was a good thing what he'd done. And she later, like, right. she was like, yeah, but totally. she loves him. Yeah. yeah. So she's she like, like, you could have been fucking putting doing? himself in danger. Exactly. Yeah. Had, yeah. Yeah, right. She's like, if you, if you. If something happens to you, we're all fucked because you're the one helping, you know. But yeah, it was also yeah. just, she just cared. It was like, don't do something so stupid. Yeah, I reckon right. she was just sad because um, she loves him. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, so do I. Yeah. yeah, so do I. I'd be livid if I thought that Moss was putting himself in harm's way. If, uh, if they're up for it, I would do a three-way twist with them. Three-way twirl. Matt, I can say with great authority... They are not up. <laughs> <laughs> and stop calling. <laughs> there were there was a few things in that little. I, don't know, I know you you wanted to say it, so I, I didn't interrupt. But there was a jerk. Yeah. There was swinging harness, mm-hmm. uh, which also felt a bit sex dungeony. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, he's going back. <laughs> he's doing a list. Yeah. <laughs> I just know there's people at home yelling at their iPods going, why didn't he mention... Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The They missed it. They just missed the horniest section <laughs> of the whole yeah. show. Um, listeners, we did not miss it. No, we did not miss we it. We were being oddly respectful for yeah. once. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty, yeah. It's just I just found that kind of funny. That yeah, like that The real danger fun. was my wife. My yeah. wife. But uh, yeah, but... Uh, yeah. It's also good to remember that that is always the biggest danger. Yeah, yeah. big time. Oh, apart yeah. from the mother-in-law. If you do something, oh, am I right? If you do something dangerous, I'll kill you. <laughs> and it, it did have it had a slight nineties vibe to me, you know. Yeah. Just be like the real danger, yeah. my wife. Oh, yeah, I'm the sure. old ball and chain. <laughs> Take my wife? No, really. <laughs> <laughs> but she she wrote later. She's like, he t- what he did was totally the right thing, and he's yeah. it, you know he saved the day. But I was just for a flash. She was like, what the fuck. <laughs> You're a guitarist. You don't jump off ships. <laughs> Eventually, we were almost finished. This is Moss still. When the helicopter crew signaled me to count up how many were left. There were 12 male passengers, Robin in the bridge, myself and Tracy, the only female left. That made a total of 15. The chopper signaled to hold on and then left. So they've just coordinated an entire rescue operation with zero experience. And now they're the last ones left on the ship and they're just stuck waiting. Right, so there's two and two more choppers would do it. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because so then you've also got the people in the dinghy. Right. So the dinghy's not gonna like make it all the way back, but the um uh the chopper will winch them up as well. So a couple more choppers will come back. But after about forty five minutes, the chopper returned. Uh, forty five minutes they were there waiting. Oh my god. But it couldn't pick them up from where they were, so they had to slip and climb carefully to the other side. Whoa. Oh which was like really hard and very scary. And they finally made it to the rear deck. 
Finally, the last of the passengers were off and it was their turn. They were hoisted into a helicopter and it was all over. Holy shit. Did everyone survive? Yes. Holy fuck. That's so good. That is so good. 581 people on board. Wow, wow, wow. That's amazing. Literally thanks to Moth. Holy shit. The guitarist. Yeah. And no thanks to the captain or the magicians who didn't <laughs> make the floodwaters recede. Yeah. Okay, you helped some people onto a helicopter. Could have helped yeah. a little sooner, okay? Yeah. And yeah. the whole crew. I'm, I'm seeing uh, yeah, criminal charges coming. Correct. Criminal charges? C- criminal. Oh my God. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. That's good. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. That is good stuff. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Crewmanal charges. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> that is something. <laughs> okay, there must be a gas leak in here or something. Crewmanal charges. <laughs> that is holy fucking hell. <laughs> Whoa. You... You are filling Dave's role so well. He is the pun master. And I don't think I've ever seen a pun mastered quite so hard. Yeah. <laughs> that pun was your bitch. <laughs> that's like that's a Herald Sun headline. You know? Yeah, criminal charges. Criminal charges. <laughs> you guys take your time. Sorry. sorry. Oh, oh, I'm dizzy. <laughs> now you get it. Yeah. Now I get it. It's so. easy. It's easy to get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to get dizzy. <laughs> oh. So the, the Oceanus, the ship, sank approximately 45 minutes after the last person was airlifted from the deck, which is a little that's too tight. close, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's that is really one more tight. In, yeah. yeah, in shipwreck terms, that is too tight. That is too wow. tight. So they were really lucky. And yes, 581 people on board all were rescued, wow. not a single death. Wow. Which is amazing. Okay. Um, Captain Avranis claimed that he left the ship first in order to arrange for a rescue effort. Oh, my gosh. And then supervised it from a helicopter. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That's so, so embarrassing. Good. What do you That's mean? So I left to get help. Here I was, <laughs> He's, um, like, gaslighting them. But didn't um, he not leave first anyway? No, he d- yeah, he didn't. But he left the ship. Like, he let. He wasn't last. Yeah. You know, which, which wow. He's like, oh, well, I had to, uh, I had to get to the police station. Oh. So I trust you'll understand. <laughs> Sorry, I've, oh, I just remembered I got an appointment. <laughs> oh. oh, was that today? Oh, I have no. To go. Oh, normally I would definitely hang around. I love this sort of scenario. This is where my best comes out. But, uh, oh. oh, what a day. What a day for it to happen. Just this the is timing. Such a shame. So, according to the International Herald Tri- Tribune, Avrana said he had known when he left the ship that there were 170 passengers and crew still aboard, um, but this was the only way to ensure the safety of all those aboard, him leaving. Mm. Furthermore, after checking the situation from the shore, he said he flew back to the ship on a helicopter intending to go back on board, but the weather was so bad that the <laughs> uh, helicopter crew had advised against boarding. I yeah, wanted to, uh, well, but the, the yeah. helicopter guy was like, nah, you can't. Yeah, cause, and also like the ship was in pretty... Bad. Yeah, it was very yeah. wet. Like the <laughs> ship was like, 
it looks really bad. Like, yeah, it did. It didn't look very safe. Yeah. So the helicopter guy was like, nah, no, that, ship, that ship doesn't look great. And I was like, no, 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 but like I have to go. I have to be a hero. I'm yeah. going. And he yeah, was I really like, want to nah, help everyone. bro, and I'm it, flying yeah. away. And and I want to preserve like, life. And, yeah, and my um, girlfriend who I made out with, she, she was going to be here too, but she... Is that a, in a school at a different... She's um, in Canada. She's real. Country. Um, yeah. No, she's yeah, real. Yeah, she actually yeah. Um, is really hot. And uh, no, I don't yeah. have a photo right now because she actually is sensitive to the light so she can't yeah. do flash in- photography. Insatiable sexual appetite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she is... She is yeah, oh, my God. A wild Apparently, <laughs> Apparently she's up. just got a regular libido, but when she sees me, just this animal instinct <laughs> kicks in yeah. and... Yeah, just insane. Anyway, sorry to get off track, but <laughs> insatiable sexual appetite. She but loves also my big dick. Um, but <laughs> yeah. anyway, sorry. Sorry, she I was talking about this too big, shit. But, um, yeah, somehow it's just the perfect bigness. So, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I was talking about the rescue. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. It's just like both long and thick, but... Um, <laughs> Sorry, what sorry. What are you talking about? Anyway, I was trying to get back onto the ship. <laughs> <laughs> this is another, this is a great quote from him. Um, he was quoted in the New York Times as saying, when I give the order, abandon ship, it doesn't matter what time I leave. Abandonment is for everybody. If somebody, if some people want to stay, they can stay. That's incredible. Abandon yeah. ship, you know, that's your choice. It's I, an option. I would like a T-shirt with abandonment is for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> Abandonment's for everybody. That's Captain sh- included, I get to abandon it's ship. It's for everyone. And Hello. He, but he never said abandon ship. No, and he didn't. And when people asked, they were like, no, nah, nothing's wrong. He did say abandon <laughs> ship, but not like he didn't um, put that on the PA or make it clear to any passengers. He yeah, he, d- he, he opened crew. up the cupboard I- like in the bridge. And went, he opened up the cupboard and went, abandon ship. Yeah. Well, and I've announced it. He did say it. No, it doesn't he seem definitely like said it. Going. He know. never said that he publicly said it. He never said he said it to anybody else. That's true. He said it in his mind. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's fine. I think that's all right. Yeah, like, okay. Why is he under the mic- microscope for that? I think he seems cool. Yeah. <laughs> Having thoughts is the same as saying stuff anyway. I yeah, yeah, I reckon too. It's, yeah. it's as good as. It's, as good, it's exactly the same thing. It's not better. What's the difference? <laughs> um, no yeah. difference. This is great as well. According to Robin Boltman, one of the entertainers, um, who had stayed on the bridge and assisted with the rescue, said, later in the morning, Captain Avranis even contacted me from shore to ask how things were going. Yeah. I, could, I don't know how, but I could hear that he was drinking a martini. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear steel drums and, and yeah. cocktail shakers in the background. I could hear him having a mojito. <laughs> I could hear the little umbrella in his drink. And those knots in his shoulders were really being worked out by someone else's hands. Yeah. <laughs> he was relaxing with every stroke. Wow. <laughs> um, Thanks for that stroke, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, stop it. It's not funny when you do it. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Sorry, gorgeous. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of vomit. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding only had a tiny bit of vomit. Let's not go on about it. Matt's English accent only induced a little bit of vomit. Just a little. You've got to expect some vomit at weddings and podcasts. You go expect a little bit of vomit, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, there it, there it is. <laughs> In her mouth and swallowed. Oh, reached my limit with you. Okay, that's enough. 
Oh. Now we're both in trouble, Kirsty. Kirsty's not in trouble. <gasps> I what? care come you roped me with you. You were before. I didn't realise you were out of trouble no, I've again. I've come good. I've come good. It's come good. Back in the good books. Yeah. I'll um, sit in the naughty corner. Yeah. Matt, you, you guessed at this before. In 1992, the captain and five other officers were convicted of negligence by a Greek, Greek board of inquiry for fleeing the ship without helping the passengers. But he was never incarcerated, and I'm pretty sure he remained a captain for the rest of his career. Oh, my God. Imagine getting on his ship. Uh, Imagine hiring him. I know. Imagine being like the crew under him. You'd be like, this fucker guy. Well, it yeah. seems like a lot of them bailed too, so maybe they'd be like, yeah, he rules. So what would the if that if you were reporting on that? In a newspaper, that story, what would you headline it, Kirsty? <laughs> story like that. Oh, I I'm don't know. Uh, maybe attention. something along the lines of criminal charges <laughs> have oh been God, laid. Oh, my God, that is good. <laughs> no <laughs> incarceration. <is> <laughs> if you don't That's get a call from the Herald Sun this week, yeah. I will be very surprised. Yeah, and yeah. Do you think is, this is my big break? Yeah, I think this could be. Yeah. Sub-editor? Yeah. Is that who does the headlines? I'm yeah. excited. I'd yeah. love that job. Oh, you'd be a great sub. You'd be great oh, at it. Yeah. Like, as long as I'm mostly in charge of, like, nautical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, obviously, with your experience and background, <laughs> yeah. you'd be the nautical sub-editor. Naughty, naughty nautical. <laughs> with that killer pun and I think about <laughs> criminal charges. I think they'd still allow you to do your two gigs a year as well. I think that's the That'd flexibility that uh, a sub-editor can Well, that's the flexibility that I'm looking for. Yeah. So that, that that works out very well for me. So, yeah, just nautical stuff most. Like nautical crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, that would be my wheelhouse, So you've I got think. one pun. And you're non... Yeah, I've got, <laughs> one, <laughs> I've got one pun yeah. to wheel out fortnightly. Your nom de plume so. would be naughty gal. Naughty gal, the nautical um, <laughs> subby. Nope. <laughs> no, nope, absolutely not. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So a lot of what I've read from Moss today is from his website where he published his official statement of the events, um, which he wrote less than a month after the event. So the, the memories are still pretty fresh for him. And one of the most heart-wrenching parts was this. He said, When Tracy and I were alone on the bridge, we discussed what to do when the ship actually went under. We'd stick together and tie some extra life jackets together and make something to cling to. We said over and over that we were glad that our 15-year-old daughter Amber and her 14-year-old cousin Shane had got off in Durban a few days before. Oh. If they'd been aboard, we may have acted very differently. Oh, of course, yeah. But they were just, yeah. And that, that was another reason why Tracy was mad at him for um, doing something dangerous. She was like, you're a father. Like, you can't. Both yeah. parents are coming home. Didn't yeah, you I do don't. it to save lives? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it was yeah. just in the moment. She was, mm. yeah, she she was, was just protective. It yeah. Was she, I get that. Yeah, she was like, I don't want to do school drop-off. And pick up. <laughs> and pick up. <laughs> Boarding school, she's like, Oh god, twice a year I've got to drop her off. <laughs> you don't have me do that alone. <laughs> That's so funny. Fuck, I've got to make lunches. Oh, boss, you bastard. She's gonna start going out with her friends soon. I'll be dropping her oh, off in town. Then I gotta pick her up at 4 a.m. Some team. <laughs> <laughs> You're not much use in Davy Jones's locker, <laughs> are you, Moss? <laughs> uh, 
He finishes by writing, my constant worry was that I had secured the harness incorrectly around passengers. Before Gary left me alone, he said to make sure the harness strap was high under the arms and not low in the back. If it was too low, then the force of the chopper could break or damage the spine. Oh, no pressure. No. This coupled with the fact that so many passengers slipped and fell and others struck the railing as they were hoisted aloft made me worried about the injury rate of the people I was rescuing. When our chopper finally landed and people swarmed around to thank us, I saw that everyone looked okay and I was overcome with emotion. Uh, Then I really felt like it was over and I just hoped that everybody was off and, and my friends and fellow staff who had been on on board was safe because they don't even know that they've got everybody off. Yeah. <laughs> got everybody off. <laughs> but they had. Isn't that crazy? This episode is like a carry-on film. <laughs> <laughs> carry on the cruise. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, got off. Ooh. <laughs> is this why we need Dave? No, he's pretty silly. He's into the innuendo. Back on dry land, Moss was put on a drip because he was severely dehydrated. Remember that they'd played until dawn the day before and he just stayed up the whole time and just the adrenaline coursing through. He was just completely exhausted. So they put him on a drip, but he was fine. Everyone was okay. According to, uh, to an article on the BBC, Moss and Tracy, who now live in Liverpool, continued working as cruise ship entertainers for many years. Even now, three decades later, Tracy prefers not to talk about the sinking or dwell on how close they all came to losing their lives. But Moss, who's been asked about the Oceanus many, many times, finds it cathartic to talk about. He looks back on what happened with great relief. I'm not invincible, Moss says, but if I can get through that, I can get through anything. And according to the website oceanasinking.com, which is looks like it's his website, Tracy is a jewellery designer now, and Moss still works on ships, and he is now a cruise director. Oh, wow. wow. That's great. So you'd feel pretty comfortable being on his ship, Yeah, I, I was going to say quite 100%. the opposite of the, the captain. Yeah. You'd be stoked to have him on board. Totally. And I forgot to mention at the very start, this was suggested by um, Heidi Douglas from Brisbane, and uh, I don't have it with me right in front of me, but the way that um, Heidi sold the story was like a group of musicians save a sinking ship. And I was like, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. So a great pitch there, Heidi, and thank well, you for suggesting it. Heidi, I am so sorry about what we did <laughs> to the episode. <laughs> I know you wanted um, a compelling story, <laughs> uh, but we mostly talked about sex stuff. But yeah, that's the story of the sinking of the MTS Oceanus. Fabulous story and well told. I'm so stoked that it ended up with a happy ending. Yeah. I oh, know. Oh, I know. Jeez um, Louise. I don't think I could have done it if it was like, and everyone died. Um, yeah, yeah, peace. yeah. Well, it would have also like just made that episode in remarkably poor taste. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's happened like, in the past. It has. <laughs> yeah. We don't know where a story's going. Yeah. Jess and I are going off on some... Yeah. It's quite recently we were we were having a great time fucking about and it ended up being a massacre episode and we did not know. But mm. people listening see the, t- the title of the topic. Yes. So they know a lot of people are about to get killed and we're just like, la, 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 a bit too light. But, um, yeah, this one was safe to... Have some fun because everyone's okay. <laughs> yeah. so You're fun. real risk takers, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really rolling the dice. We're the bad boys of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us this week, mm. Kirsty. It was my pleasure. I had such a fun time. If people wanted to, and I'm not promising they do, but if they want, <laughs> if they did want to find you, where where could they find you? They absolutely 
do want to find me. Yeah. Um, so my address is. <laughs> <laughs> I do that every week. How can people find you at my house? Seventeen. <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> um, my website has has my um, upcoming live shows mailing list on it. Um, I am on every social media platform. I even joined TikTok recently. Mm-hmm. That one could really use a little boost, please, <laughs> listeners. Get around my TikTok. Kirsty Webeck on every platform. I'm really fun to hang out with online. So fun. And in person, if I can be so bold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you too. I had a really fun time. Thank you so much for having me. Next time and we'll do it on Zoom and I'll turn my camera off. <laughs> Dave, I'm so sorry for stealing your gig, um, but you won't be needed anymore. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks so much, Kirsty. Thanks, legends. And that brings us to everyone's favourite part of the show, the fact, quote or question. And yes, it's Jess here, alone again, um, to do this special part of the show. Um, Look, that episode went for like two hours. We'd recorded another three-hour episode earlier that day. So, um, you know, we didn't have a lot of steam left in the tank. Do you put steam in a tank? Anyway, there was nothing left for us to do these Patreons. Matt said, hey, should we do it? And I said, nah, do it later. Um, and now is later. So a pleasure to be here with you. Um, as you know, if you've joined us before on Do Go On, this is a part of the show where we get to thank a bunch of people who support us over on patreon.com forward slash do go on pod or at uh, do go on pod dot com. You can also uh, support us there as well. So uh, without further ado, that's essentially just me saying shut up, Jess. Uh, first and foremost, what we like to do is a little section called Fact, Quote or Question, and it has a jingle that goes a little something like this. Fact, Quote or Question. Ding. I always remember the ding. And uh, in this section of the show, um, people who support us on the Sydney Scheinberg Deluxe Memorial Rest in Peace level um, get to submit a fact, a quote, a question. It can be a brag. It can be um, a suggestion. It can be a recipe. It can be anything you want it to be. This is open for you. Uh, And our first fact, quote, or question comes from Dan Marshall. Dan has given themselves the title of Tonight's Guest, which I love that, Dan. Very fun energy there. And Dan has given us a fact. Dan says, hi, crew. My fact is related to the wonderful Peking to Paris report, in particular, the Motori Contal motorcycle tricycle slash car. Um, If I said that wrong, it's because I wasn't on that episode. So you can't be mad at me. Um, Although I think, I don't know if it's come out yet or not, but uh, you might hear a little bit more about that story very very soon a little bit of sizzle there for you um back to dan's fact the front seat for the navigator was so dangerous the contal factory gave it a special name le tubel mare which means the kill your mother-in-law seat (gasps) that is bleak um and dan says as a less grim fact my old boss actually did the 2007 peaking to paris In a 1951 Riley. Cool. Which by chance is also the same car my uncle bought and completed a ground up restoration on during the Melbourne lockdowns. What is, that's very cool. Your old boss, 2007. Wow. Still doing that? Crazy. That's very cool, Dan. Thank you so much for that fact. 
Our next fact quote or question comes from Eleanor Lacey Sloan. And Eleanor's given themselves the title Director of Hopefully Feeling Better Soon. Oh, okay. Does that uh, hint at what Eleanor's fact quote or question is going to be about? Let's find out. Eleanor has given us a question. It says, hi, guys. My boyfriend and I recently broke up and I'm really down about it. Oh, Eleanor, it, it does seem like your um, title <laughs> was uh, foreshadowing. I found that listening to old episodes of Do Go On really helps by distracting me and making me laugh. So thank you for that. My question is, what else do you suggest to help me get over it slash feel better? Sorry to use fact quote. A question is free therapy. Never apologize for using it as uh, as free therapy. Um, it's not free. You are a, a contributor to our Patreon and uh, we appreciate you. Getting over a breakup, let me tell you. Uh, laughter, good call. Yes. Distraction. Um, uh, focus on you. It's all, it's all the wanky cliche shit, but it's true. Um, uh, spend more time with your friends, keep yourself really busy. And unfortunately the best remedy for it is just time. It will get easier every day. Um, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's getting easier every day, but it will. And, um, like try, try new things, try stuff that you haven't, um, Giving yourself the space to explore. And I don't, don't get your head out of the gutter if you chuckled at that, you child. Um, no, but like, you know, try new things and go to new places and, you know, you can do the classic um, drastic haircut or a, a new outfit. Do all that stuff. Spend a lot more time with your friends and they will distract you and make you feel better. And I'm sorry. But uh, he's probably a dick. He might have been nice. I don't know. However you feel, I feel that as well. So if you're like, right person, wrong time, then I'm I'm there with you. If you're like, he's a piece of shit, then I fucking hate that guy and I'll kill him. So whatever, whatever your feelings are, I'm mirroring that to you. Uh, our next fact quarter question comes from Colin Wright. Colin's given himself the title Senior Inspector of Honesty in All Landlady slash Tenant Interactions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it killed me in that episode how many times lying to a landlady really let uh ethel down ethel whatever uh, <laughs> colin's given us a fact colin says i'm always fascinated to find out the people i assumed died forever ago were actually alive surprisingly recently for example my distant relative orville wright one of the wright brothers who helped invent heavier than air flight so you're saying your distant relative is Orville Wright, one of the Wright brothers. Ha- are you not then related to both? Anyway, maybe you'll explain. And Neil, first man on the moon, Armstrong, were alive at the same time for 18 years. Armstrong was born in 1930 and Orville Wright didn't come to an end, as all good things must, until 1948. You might have mentioned that fact in either your Apollo 11 episode or your or episode on the on the Wright brothers, but I thought it was really interesting and pending Jess's approval, maybe even a little fun. So you, the the thing that is fascinating to you is that um, some people that are quite famous in history were alive uh, not that long ago. I get that. I've also just realised again that your surname is Wright, but. Yeah, how, how are you related to one of them? I understand, like, you know, maybe uh, like a great-grandfather or an uncle or something, but, like, the other one's right there, you know? it's You're basically related to both, I'm going to call that. 
that's very cool. I don't honestly don't know if that's a fun fact. Nah, I'll say it's a fun fact. Good stuff. Uh, and finally, for fact quota question, uh, Sophie Shooter has given Sophie uh, given herself the title Group Mum. If you want pudding, you need to finish your veggies. <laughs> I love that, Sophie. And we love uh, your group mum energy. You love to organise the Patreons into all sorts of fun and wonderful things. So thank you. Um, and Sophie has gone for a brag, but says, actually, I'm starting a new heading, Confession. I work in a kitchen of a supermarket feeding the staff. I'm often asked to make a cake for a special occasion, but my days are already busy. So I use box mixes a lot of the time. Just mix it up with some eggs, milk and oil and whack it in the oven. It's so much quicker. Yeah, 100%. In my defense, I decorate all the cakes as well, um, as well as I can, but I do feel bad when people compliment me on the sponge. Nah, don't feel bad about that. You absolutely should not feel bad about that. It is, uh, it is outside of your um, job description. You are busy. You got a lot on. Cooking, and especially like cooking in, in bulk like that, very time consuming. So then you're just adding a cake willy-nilly? Of course. I mean, why did they invent packet mixes if not for convenience? And that's exactly what you need in this instance, Sophie. So you don't have to feel bad about that. Um, and you're decorating them. That's the, that's the impressive part. Um, sometimes when you have, like, really fancy-looking cake, the cake itself is a bit shit. So what's more important is the cake is edible and delicious and then cherry on top... You've actually you've decorated and made it pretty. No, you're absolutely nailing it. Don't don't even think about feeling guilty about that. And thank you for your confession. This is a safe place. Um, and similar to Eleanor, I um, I've gone too hard. I think, and I've I've just immediately um, gone a bit nuts in supporting you. So thank you, Sophie, and also thank you to Colin, Eleanor, and Dan. Now the next thing we like to do is um, uh, shout out to uh, a bunch of people who support us. Um, over on patreon.com um, and yeah one of the benefits you can you can um, get what do you do with a benefit get um, is uh, we will read out your name and thank you and we like to play a little bit of a game with this one I was thinking because we um, I mean god we had a few pretty wild riffs through there um, but what I was thinking we could do is uh, what song you would play on a guitar at a house party. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look up acoustic or acoustic chill, acoustic hits. I'm looking up playlists on Spotify. Let's go acoustic hits. Mm. Yeah, okay, there's enough in here. I'm going to go for acoustic hits. It's a Spotify playlist, so, you know, you know it's good. It's got 3.7 million likes. <laughs> That's bonkers. Anyway, so I will be, um, I'll be assigning you a song that um, there's a guitar at a house party. We're all at a house party together. There's a guitar there. And, um, and one by one you're going, oh, is this a, is a guitar? Oh, it, I might, uh, I might uh, play a little diddle diddy. And, um, but not in an insufferable way. Like everybody's, everybody's loving it. They're loving having a sing-along. So without further ado, first and foremost, I would love to thank from deep within the Fortress of the Moles. That's right. Location unknown. I would love to thank Peter McWurter. Oh, that's good. Peter McWurter? Werter. McWurter. Oh, shit. That's good stuff. All right. Well, Peter's up first and um, straight away taken one of the big ones. So a few people 
few other people at the party groaned because they were like, that's what I was going to do. But Peter has pulled out Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Um, And it's probably a good one to start with because a good um, sing-along ability, you know what I mean? Like everybody else is like, ah, yes, and they sort of they're jumping in there, they're doing the the chorus, and yeah, I think I think you've nailed that, Peter. So thank you not only for your support and for listening, but also for your acoustic hit. Uh, I would also love to thank from Vancouver in Canada, Neil McLean. Oh, another good name. What is it with you people and you fantastic names? Neil McLean's come in, landslide. Dixie Chicks, or now just the Chicks, uh, and bloody brings the house down. It's a real good one. Um, again, good sing-song ability, sing, sing-along ability. Um, so loving that. Thank you so much. Neil from Colorado Springs in the US. That is my boyfriend's work phone ringing. That's going to ring for a while. I'm just going to go decline that. And put it on silent. Will I edit any of that out? Absolutely not. Uh, From Colorado Springs in the US, I would love to thank Aiden Luter. Aiden Luter, that's good. Um, Aiden has gone for George Ezra, Budapest. Um, A fun song. And again, I would argue pretty fun to sing along to if you're me and you like that song. Um, so thank you, Aiden. A great energy you bring into the party. From Lewisham in the ACT, Canberra, Australia, I would love to thank Rebecca Warns. Rebecca warns you not to take her song, which is Better Together by Jack Johnson. Um, nobody does it better than Rebecca. So she's like, don't even fucking think about it. I'll kill you. That's my song. And everybody at this party knows it. Sorry to bring the tone down. But I'm sick of people stealing my song. And some people at the party are like, God, this Rebecca, I don't know her that well. And this energy is crazy. And then Rebecca sings Better Together by Jack Johnson. And everyone's like, I get it. I get it. And I, yep, I support it. So thank you, Rebecca Warns. From Noble Park in Victoria, I would love to thank Rochelle. Great name. Beautiful. It's got some nice sounds in it. I like the shell part. Oh, beautiful. And Rochelle coming in just... Scrolling down a little bit. Uh, oh, of course. Ho Hey from the Lumineers. Another one. Very easy to sing along to. Um, if there's a ukulele at this party as well, uh, I'm jumping in. I can play that one on ukulele. So oh, can I? I haven't played in like three years. Ah, it's like riding a bike. So Rochelle pulling that one out. Everybody's having a good sing. It's uh, it's really, it's quite beautiful. I got to say, it's really nice. Next, another one from deep within the Fortress of the Moles, location unknown. I would love to thank Brandon Teal. Teal is a fantastic surname. I like that so much. Another uh, ukulele kind of hit, Riptide, Vance Joy, which actually the other day I saw a TikTok that was like, um, here's a bunch of one hit wonders you never, you, you, you forgot about. And Riptide from Vance Joy was on there. And I was like, I don't know if it's, because I, I, I'm in Australia or I work in radio and I play Vance Joy all the time. But I no, I wouldn't say One Hit Wonder. So I am interested if you're in like the UK or the US. If Are you getting new Vance Joy music? It, 
it's arguably a lot of the same, but it's good. And if you're not getting it, bloody, I mean, Vance needs to chat to some of his people. Anyway, got a, got defensive there on behalf of a probably quite wealthy white man. So <laughs> who cares? He's fine. Anyway, I would also love to thank from Lanook, 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 Lanook in New South Wales. I would love to thank Acacia Livock, Livock, Acacia Livock. Bloody hell, what a name. Um, okay, Acacia, you are, of course, covering, um, keep, I'm just having a, having a little scroll through here. A lot of Mumford and Son on this list. Lot of Mumford and Son. Oh, Cannonball from Damien Rice. Again, bringing the tone down a tiny bit, but bloody beautiful. So good call on that one. And thank you for that. Uh, from, where's this? Telfener. There's tel- Telfener. There's going to be a, some sort of local way to say that. It's from Texas. Leroy Hines. Leroy Hines coming in. John Mayer, your body is a wonderland. Uh, and everyone's sort of like, nah. but again, Leroy's rendition brings a whole new life and vitality to the song. They're like, actually, this this fucking slaps. This is great. Thank you, Leroy, they say. That's what they'll say, Leroy. So you just back yourself. And finally, I would love to thank from Southampton in Great Britain, Amy Butler. And Amy is coming in and covering, I, I chose one and then I've decided to scroll past it to see if I could do better. And I don't think I can. Uh, Amy, you are covering Coldplay's Yellow. Obviously not everybody's favorite Coldplay song. Some of us love The Scientist, but um, a beautiful track, a timeless piece. So great choice there, Amy. Thank you to Amy, Leroy, Acacia, Brandon, Rochelle, Rebecca, Aiden, Neil, and Peter. You absolute legends. And finally, the only other thing I need to do is check to see if there's anybody being inducted into the Triptych Club this week. And there is, there's a few. So, all right, let's see how we go with this. So what this is, the Triptych Club, I like to think of it as like a very cool, exclusive airport lounge right? So like once you're in, you're stuck there forever, but it's got everything you need. We've got food, we've got a bar, we've got little sleeping pods you can have a nap in. Um, we've got, yeah, basketball courts. There's all sorts of uh, recreational activities you'll want for nothing while you're there. And once you've supported the podcast for three consecutive years, you are welcomed into the club with open arms. Um, Matt is on the door. He's um, he's helping you in. In fact, actually, this time, I'm usually, I always um, uh, book, I, I'm behind the bar. So, but it, it, it I was going to do like a cocktail, right? Where there was like, essentially there was a little ship uh, I would put a ship in every cocktail and it would sink. And it felt a bit insensitive. Um, but uh, Oceanus. So everything is uh, ocean colored. I got a lot of blue cocktails. Are they good? Not really. No. But I. it was too late for me to cancel the, um, the Tower of Sushi, of all things, um, that is positioned in such a way that it's it's a 
it's half of a ship. It's sort of sticking out of the table like it's sinking. Um, and again, it does feel a bit on the nose, but nobody died on this ship sinking. Um, and I am going to need you to start eating because it's sushi. So it's, it's going to go a bit gross. So get on to that. Thank you so much. And uh, Dave is always uh, the one in charge of booking a band. Um, what I have done is I have uh, booked Joey Badass, who's going to play uh, his uh, absolute hit, Cruise Control. So... That'll be good. And I've actually requested he doesn't play anything else, just plays Cruise Control. So I hope you like that song. Now to bring in a few uh, of our wonderful, esteemed new uh, attendees to the Trip Ditch Club, I would love to thank from Issaquah in Washington. I feel like I've heard that said before. And it wasn't how I just said it. But anyway, I'd love to thank David Shields. And he'll shield you from bad times and provide only good times. Thank you, David Shields. From New Plymouth in New Zealand, it's Melissa Peters. And the party peters out until Melissa arrives. And she brings back and gives us everybody a second wind. From Pakenham in Victoria, I would love to thank Josh and we're packing them in tonight. The dance floor is thumping. It is at full capacity. Everyone wanted to be here because Josh is here. From Lancaster uh, in uh, Kentucky, I'm guessing. In the US, KY. It's got to be Kentucky, right? She stops to Google and ruins all of her momentum kentucky never doubt yourself jess you beautiful bitch i would love to thank justin nichols uh only nickels and dimes here that's all you need because justin's got the cold hard cash (laughs) oh man i'm bad at these from Stanmore, New South Wales, I'd love to thank Matt Rowe. Row, 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 straight into my arms. Matt, it's been a long time. I haven't seen you, buddy. Park your canoe over there and uh, help yourself to a blue drink and some sushi. And finally, from Grimsby in uh, Great Britain, I would love to thank Conquer. Conquer. Well, you're going to conquer the dance floor tonight, my friend. Absolutely. You're doing the robot. You're doing the, you're twerking. And it is working. We're having a great time. So thank you so much, Conquer, Matt, Justin, Josh, Melissa, and David. Um, and I think that's about all we have to do. I've got to say I've done this in record time. Normally this takes ages. Um, but even, you know, we didn't even have, we had one question today. Often it's the fact quote or question. It's the question part that, uh, derails us because we love to give thoughtful responses. Um, but with just one of us here, there's a little less thought, you know, I'm still thinking about it, but otherwise there'd be two other people think, you know what I mean? So anyway, yes, record time. Very pleased with that. Um, remember that anybody can suggest a topic. There's a link in the show notes. There's a link on our website where you can suggest a topic. So if you're like browsing through TikTok and you see something that's kind of interesting or you, you stumble upon a documentary and you 
think it's a great story, let us know about it. Um, and there's always a, there's an option to like, uh, if you've read a really interesting article, you can just copy and paste that link into the resources. And, uh, that's a great place for us to start. So yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, you can buy merch over on our um, website as well. Um, hopefully have some new stuff coming up there in uh, the next few months and until very soon, um, we will say we love you and we will say thank you and goodbye ladies. Bye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.